Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing? Oh, hey, okay. oh what's new, J-Dubs? Uh-huh. Welcome into the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. What's new? It's a beautiful day in Central Florida, especially from what I hear on I-4. So, uh, yeah, I was traveling down that today. Enjoy just the beautifulness, <laughs> because before you know it, the sunshine can be here, and you're going to be missing this lovely, lovely rain. Uh, I am El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. It's your hideout. Come on in. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. And uh, you can also get a hold of us via the AOL Instant Messenger. Handling that is our uh, producer, Tommy Bateman, Real Radio Hideout. And uh, before we get into the Hideout 7 today, uh, I just want to commend uh, the uh, the Monsters this morning because uh, they did, uh, well, particularly Drunky the Bear, because he was doing the uh, sky writing, and uh, I went to drop my girlfriend off at work today. On my way back, I was listening to this whole thing. I uh, I look over on uh, Colonial uh, Boulevard or Drive or whatever it is. I drive by the 7-Eleven. I look over. There's about 20 people standing in the parking lot, looking up at the sky, looking at uh, the uh, the monsters being written in the sky by the skywriter. Outstanding. Uh, good for drunky, too. Um, uh, we have our own guy uh, that's supposed to do stuff like that. Uh, he fails constantly. And um, he likes to sit in, uh, hang out, and talk a lot of smack during the Shannon Burke show. One, Chunks, the star of RealRadio.fm, manning the talk and roll control. And Chunks was telling me that he was writing your name in something white today, but it wasn't in the sky. Okay, I don't even want to know. Now, I just, I don't even, I'll just leave that one alone. No thank you. Disgusting. And uh, apparently number two, Hooch, our intern, is sick, so she is not here. However, uh... Number one, Putin will be manning your phone calls. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Is this right, Chunks? I have over three pages worth of prizes of stuff wow. that we have to give away tonight. Yes, sir. All right, so we'll have to give away, uh, I, wow, Judas Priest tickets, Buffalo Wild Wings, Panera, a round of golf, and card at Twin Rivers Golf. Dubs, what do you say you and I pick up golf? I would love to. Actually, I've been thinking about it for like the last three or four years. I just haven't had the time to actually go out there and try it because I've never golfed before. Here's the thing. It's, it's I'm an, great at putt-putt. You know, it's an easy game. Really? Golf is one of the easiest games in the world. Uh, the, How so? The ball sits still. 
You're playing uh, on this big green course. I think you would find it. There's all this room. Look, I play baseball, J-Dubs. And when you have something that's flying at you 90 miles per hour, and you have to hit it, and it's moving, and it can break anyway, that's tough. Golf, it's like swimming. I would say that, yes, hitting the baseball has to be the toughest thing to do in sports. Right. But I wouldn't uh, you know, sleep on the golf game, because that's definitely a tough game to uh, pick up and do well. Here's where I rank golf in terms of like activities in life, right there with napping. I think it's golf and it's napping, and those are two of the easiest things to do in the world. The coolest thing about golf is it's like the one sport you can just walk around and drink while you're doing it. Oh, that's don't. the coolest thing about golf. Don't forget about bowling. That's the beauty of bowling. Yeah, that's, here's the, here's, I don't consider that even close to being a sport, though. Here's the tough thing about bowling. you got to remember not to have greasy food because then it will ruin your game whenever the ball's flying out. Yeah, that's the, that's the one thing about bowling, too. I don't think anything you can sit there and have a meal during, you can even call a sport. Hmm. Nah, I try to eat while I'm napping, too. So I guess that's not a sport either. Anything where, like, 10 feet away from you, you can buy a chili dog while you're playing the sport, it's not a sport. What? By the way, I hear we're getting a clear channel co-ed softball league, or team. Uh, I'll play as long as I'm the starting shortstop. Otherwise, no thank you. I, want to be, I won't play. And I need to uh, back clean up as well. You know why I won't play? I'm the guy everybody moves up for. All right, Dubs is hitting. Let's, uh, move, let's move it up a little, like 10, 15 feet. Come on in, girls. <laughs> Out you uh, there in right center field. Come on in. He's not going to hit it there. Get ready for a pop fly. All right, let's start off with the hideout seven, the seven questions we want to get answered before 11 o'clock. You know what? If, uh, if I was on the softball team, I'd bunt. What? I'd bunt. I don't think there is bunting in softball. Why not? I don't think so. I could be Watch wrong. Watch me. Um, Dubs, uh, let's start with the hideout seven. Um, are there certain things that obese people shouldn't be allowed to do? There's a story that has come up. Poop. Well, you know, I have a list. Breed. I, well, hold on a second. Hold on. Sit next to people on a bus. There are... I am not one for limiting or taking away rights... Unless they're women. Yes. Um, <laughs> however, I do believe that there's the, the, the obese have almost gone too far. And I'm a big guy. Yeah. I would. You're obese. I Technically, I think I am. Because I think it's technically it's 30 pounds. But now, obese are those people that are just, they don't fit in chairs. Yeah. I mean, that's just crazy obese when I, you know, I, I think what we consider fat now is supposed to be obese, yeah. and obese is just morbid. Yeah, so um, we'll get into that. Who in the hideout is crazy? You found an online survey that you would like us to take. Yes. And uh, see how we're doing. Is it time to learn Spanish? Apparently one in seven Americans are uh, Latino. God, God help us. Or Spanish. God help us. So we will get into that. Um, why was I in a bad mood this morning? I think I have actually cornered the problem. This morning, this week. Has it been this week? Yeah. I apologize. That's all right. I feel great today, though. Good. And I actually sadly know why. Um, can Chunks rap? Apparently, Chunks believes that he is an, an amazing rapper, and he would like to show his skills off. Are there any Italian rappers? I don't think so. Chunks, he could be cornering the market. Sweet. Pacelli doesn't count, does it? Eh? Yeah. I think Snow was. 
Why is my cousin Peanut upset? Yeah, that's for chunks. Hmm. Something actually happened, uh, and she wants to talk about it. My cousin is visiting from Texas mm-hmm. Tech. She's a junior there, 21-year-old junior at Texas Tech. And she is coming to the hideout. And senior. Oh, you're a senior? Please. Whatever. I swear to God I didn't take her panties when I got my stuff out of your house. That's not what you said earlier. Uh, we will get into it. Yes. Because something something is wrong. And is the NBA going too far? Now, usually we start by talking about the last one, but Dubs, we've hit a nerve with the with the first question in the hideout seven. What's that? Are there certain things obese people shouldn't be allowed to do? So let's start with that. Okay. Matt Albert says walk upstairs. Now, <laughs> speaking as an obese... Not able is not, not being allowed. <laughs> Matt Albert, who is obese, who's six foot five and nearly 500 pounds, okay, fair enough. Tim, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got? Uh, what do you got, Tim? Hey, uh, one thing obese people shouldn't do. I'm no my, by means small, but these fat cows that go in the mall and wear these tight, skimpy ass clothes. They should not be allowed to wear them. Period. Well, here's the thing. Uh, with a lot of the pants, the really tight pants, they don't make jeans big enough for these people, so they have to buy these stretch pants things. Oh, I didn't even think about the fact yeah. that it was the jeans aren't allowed. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. When you're that big, it's very difficult to find clothes that fit you that are like normal clothes. So they, you always see them wearing a big Tweety Bird shirt and, uh, you know, stretch pants. The all-over Tweety Bird, not just a little Tweety Bird on the front. Yeah, there's Sylvester on the back going after it or something. The Tweety Bird's the size of a baby. Yeah. A grown baby. Actually, a toddler. Rick, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Rick? Hey, I just have two things that uh, fat people should not be allowed to do. Obese. Not fat. Obese. Okay, morbidly obese. I'll I'll add that on there. They should not be allowed to wait in line for roller coasters. When I used to work on the Hulk, we would get them coming through. We'd have them try to sit in the seat. They wouldn't fit. They'd tell us to try to shut the harness. And nine times out of ten, that harness would not shut, and they would get loud, swear, scream up and down. We should just have a sign that says, don't get in line. Uh, You know what? That's actually a good point. What's your other one real fast, Rick? Uh, My other one is they should not be able to wear thongs. Went to the Daytona Beach. It looks like they're naked. The thong just disappears, even in the front. I I, I thank (laughs) you. Oh, God. Now, first of all, thongs are wrong, and uh, we're doing a whole movement, the G-string... We've actually backed off a little bit because after we got our first panties, we were excited. But um, but we're doing a public service. We'll, we'll do more we about that. We basically wore those out by now. But do you think, J-Dubs, mm-hmm. that now at roller coasters, it should not only be a height requirement, but a width requirement? I don't know about a width, but I think maybe they should have a scale right there. You know, you step on it, and like if it turns red... Hey, you aren't going to be able to fit on this ride. I don't think it's a scale, because I don't think scale matters. I genuinely think it's width of the seat. If you can't fit within the width of the seat... I just like to see fat people weighing themselves. That's just me, though. Um, Let me have my one little joy. All right, Matt Albert, again, who is obese, should not be able to wear clothes that could be stuffed into one of their folds and not be seen. I think that goes along the G-string thing. Yeah. All right, so here's the story. This is why it actually came up. An obese woman in Detroit was cited for not wearing her seatbelt, even though she's too big to put it on. So she goes, there are other obese people out there. What are we supposed to do? Not go to work? Are we supposed to stay in the house? What's the problem here? No, do sit-ups. I believe um, 
And here's the reason why. I don't think, and this is me mm-hmm. truly, I don't like taking away rights from people. That's why I hate the Patriot Act, and we'll actually talk about that a little bit later on. The problem, and as a fat person I can say this, the problem is that obesity is truly a choice. As much as I would like to think that I have a disease and yeah. that's why I'm fat. That your thyroid's messed up. I just don't have any willpower. I know you were eating a Cinnabon in here yesterday. I'm thinking, what are you doing, man? I know. Isn't that the worst part? Yeah. Oh, and I, I didn't want to say anything to you because you were in a bad mood yesterday, too. And it was so good. It looked like it. I was hungry. Ben Sparks said uh, obese people shouldn't be allowed to be on top. I don't think that's possible. All right, ladies first in the hideout. Amanda. Amanda, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got? Hey, guys. What's going on? Yo. No, I was going to say, they definitely do make clothes for fat people to cover their junk up. Yeah, they, they do. They definitely make the clothes. You don't got to wear the stuff. Oh, all right, so she... It's just very difficult to find. You can't go into a normal store and find that stuff. You usually have to order it. All right, people are... Uh, all right, we've hit a nerve here. All the lines are lit up. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. And I have a list, too, of certain things that obese people shouldn't be allowed to do. Until, and maybe this would be like a, hey, this is for your good. And then maybe lose a little bit of weight. And then you'll uh, get some of your... Uh... Driving privileges back. Yeah, because it's not a right, it's a privilege. Take a break. We'll come back. You sound off next in the hideout. Row Radio 104.1. Who is this, Chunks? I'm sorry. This would be Ruben Stoddard. <laughs> Fat <laughs> people shouldn't be able to win contests. <laughs> Welcome back into the hideout. Row Radio 104.1. Tefe and Dubs on a Thursday evening. 407-916-1041. But this guy does sing like a bird. Triple eight nine seven eight, like a turkey. What uh, <laughs> It really fits his Tweety Bird shirt. Um. Okay, this is what we're talking about. I guess it happened in Detroit. <laughs> a lady got in, in trouble. She got cited for not wearing her seatbelt, um, even though she's too big to even put one on. And it just got me thinking. And again, where I'm coming from, I'm a large dude. I guarantee she was wear, uh, driving like a. Like a geo, you know, something really small. Uh, I'm a large dude, and I don't believe in taking away rights, but I think at this point it's almost an intervention of, excuse me, morbidly obese person, you're not allowed to drive until you get it to a under 300 pounds? Yeah, probably. Just the level of where the equipment works in your car, you know? Big Ron, you're in the hideout on Bro Radio. What do you got, Big Ron? Hey, how you doing? Really enjoying the show. Thank you, bro. Uh, you about took it. Uh, seems like all these big people go out and buy these real tiny little cars. Yeah, like Doug was saying, like a Metro. <laughs> yeah, like a Metro or a little Nissan or a Yugo or something like that. And, you know, you ever see a obese person on a 10-speed with that little bitty seat? <laughs> I wish. I wish. That would be – I want video of that, Big Ron. And what's with fat people in little cars? I don't get it. It always happens. No, not always. It's like, you know... I think it's a money-saving thing. You save yeah, on they, gas, you no, save on are, car payments, you got more money for food. They aren't saving on gas because that little three-cylinder has to chuck that fat ass around. They can't go over 30 miles an hour. Look, and it's like... A, it, you know what that is? It's like a uh, you know like uh, one of those little scooters for us. That's what that uh, uh, little metro is for a fat person. Hmm. 
And here's the thing. I don't want to hate on fat people. I really I'm don't. Not. Oh, please. That's that's the point. That's why you wanted to talk about this. But I think it's almost a public service. It's a let us help you by not allowing you to fly. Will, you're in the hideout of World Radio. How you doing? What's up, buddy? I think one of the prime indicators, first of all, that someone's morbidly obese is their voice. They, they can, people can actually have a fat voice. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I'm not, you know, I don't believe in taking away rights either. So, you know, let them ride in the cargo hold of, a, of an airplane so <laughs> the people in the main cabin don't have to endure the cramped space and the stench. Yeah, that's so true. The smell is very Salisbury steakish. That's the smell of you growing up with your sister, isn't it? Yeah. <sighs> I can only imagine what other stank came out of that area. The bathroom? Oh, my God. It was ruined stop. every night. Stop. I don't care. <laughs> we only had one in that house, too. 407 <sighs> Again, not here to hate, but say maybe if you're morbidly obese, you shouldn't be allowed to swim. Well, the pl- displacement is a bitch, you know? You, you see a fat person get in the pool. Unless you're swimming to work out. Yeah, okay, I, I'll, I'll agree with that. How about this? If you're fat, you can't eat with your hands. Because every time you eat with your hands, it's no good for you. So you know they aren't eating well. It's I've always been... a sandwich or something. I Here's the thing, though. You can't... What you, then you're going to have, like, a big brother thing, though. I say, if you get morbidly obese... They tape up your hands and just put like a fork at the end of it. Like you're a Bob Dole? Yeah, so you you have you know, you still have your two hands but there's just forks at the end. So if you need to eat, you have to use that fork. How about this? How about we just cut off the hands of fat people? Here, here I say. What happens if they lose weight though? No, oh, well then they're crippled. Then they get free parking. Then they can't lift weights though. They don't need to lift weights. Hmm. They have to stand up every day. They got to do cardio. Cardio, cardio. Drew, you're in the hideout. What's going on, guys? Love the show. Thanks, Thank bro. you. What's up? Yeah, I think fatty should be banned from all-you-can-eat buffets. All right. Now, here's the... Uh, that's that's a really good one, the all-you-can-eat uh, all buffet thing. And here's here's why. Uh, many a time have Dubs and I gone to an all-you-can-eat buffet. Mm-hmm. And you see the person, and they're camped out with their newspaper and their magazines, and it just realizes they're going to be there. It's an all-day affair. Yeah, that's that's like Disneyland to them. Yeah. Now, what I what I always picture these people doing, because I see them up there like more often than me or you when we go to these things, I always think they should just pull up a chair there, you know, and pull one of those big uh, tubs out and just, you know, eat all the chicken fried steak, you know, or the country fried steak or whatever you want. Just get the tub? Yeah. Just take the tub. Why don't you just go ahead and take the mac and cheese? I think they got more in the back. How many times have you seen a fat person with a a plate that's over full, you know, and uh, they're in front of you, and they take the last of something, even though it doesn't fit on their plate? And you're like, you son of a bitch, I wanted that baked potato. It's just a cherry on top of your big, disgusting food sundae. I really am pretty hungry right now, though. Yeah. All right, Sharky says... The thing that bugs him is he feels embarrassed whenever they have trouble sitting in the movie theaters because it makes him and everyone around them uncomfortable. Because you do feel bad. You feel bad, but then you don't because it's like you did that. You can control that. Do something. I'm not saying everybody can be 160, you know, and just, you know. Just get it under 300 pounds. 
Even three hundred. At least three hundred. I mean, three hundred's big. Two fifty. I mean, but three hundred's reasonable. Is there? A, I'll live with uh, someone three hundred pounds. All right. Is there a cap? Maybe for women, two hundred. Yeah, two hundred. For, for men, two fifty. Three hundred, uh, uh, depending on how big you are. Depending on the height. Oh boy. Three hundred if you're a tall man. Chris, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, buddy? Hey, Chris. Earlier caller brought up a uh, interesting question. What does a fat person sound like? Uh, the hideout. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> if you listen to the show, you know what one sounds like. You've identified hey, two. Hey, Chugs, talk. Two overweight guys. Hey, how you doing? Sitting there, there it is. Oh, yeah. Your new queer friend, Chunks. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I uh, We're trying, man. We're trying to lose weight. Brian, you're in the hideout. What's up, buddy? Hey, how you guys doing? Good. What's up, man? Hey, I work for a company, and we drive trucks locally, and uh, there was a guy there that was pushing at least 400 pounds, and uh, they told him that if he didn't you know, wear with a seatbelt, that, you know, it's called false and all due to insurance reasons that uh, he couldn't drive trucks. So he disappears. But anyways, he comes back, and he's got a piece that's about 18 inches long. It's got a male and a female on each end, like the seatbelt extension. Mm-hmm. Couldn't tell you where he got it from, but I know they make them because, you know, he came back with one. So you can get an extension for it then. And you know what? Yeah, it's actually it's like 18 inches of material, and it's got the male end on one and the female on the other. And you just click your, you know, your strap into one and the other one into the seat. Wow. I didn't even think about that one. All right, somebody... Lon, I guess, sent me this. He goes, all new roller coasters being built, including the one that they have, the Hulk. And I actually saw this when we went to go ride the new Hulk ride mm-hmm. at a Universal. They have the car seat outside in the line for people to sit in before they go on the ride. That way, fat people needing to uh, won't have to wait two hours in line. Oh. You know, I did notice that, but it didn't strike me as to why. That way, you know, if they don't fit, they can leave and... Go have another cheeseburger while our <laughs> friends have fun. I wanted a funnel cake anyway. <sighs> Wait, so they don't have to wait in line? Well, no. No, they they can sit in the seat and see if they'll even fit in the seat. Just and like- so if they don't, you know, they will they don't even have to wait in line. They can just go do whatever they wanted to do before. Yeah, Putin. That doesn't do anything because you didn't know why and neither do they, and they still hold up the line. Really? Yeah, it happened to me. Uh, I'd wait for like 10 minutes on the Kumba. Because somebody was too big and they wouldn't yeah. get off? and they were trying to sit in the seat like two down from me, so me and my girlfriend had to keep getting up and out of the car, and this woman was just being embarrassed in front of an entire line of people on this ride. And that's the thing, too. they got to know. they got to know they're just going to be goofed on relentlessly. And with those, with like the really, really fat people, why is it always their crotch that gets just huge? <laughs> you know? Why is that the area? Why not the shoulders? That's a, that's a great question. Cause it is. I mean, everything gets fat, but that gets the fattest. It's the pelvic, but honestly, I think it's the gut. And it's just hanging down so low. And they, they, so they tuck, oh, like they, they pull their pants up over. So genuinely, it's actually their gut. But it's hanging down that far but where it, it looks like. It makes it look like it's the pelvic area. Alright, Matt Albert, our resident obese expert, says they do have some roller coasters with fat rows. He says they have that at Hershey Park to accommodate the larger people. Gary, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got, Gary? Hey, Gary. Hey, uh, obese people don't need to go in uh, elevators that are crowded. They do got a weight limit. It's scary as hell. Oh, that's not, you know, I don't even know if they should be allowed to ride an elevator. How about that? How about they have to take the stairs? That could be the most exercise they get all day. 
Now, I don't know if this is a problem, but this is one that I thought of. Mm -hmm. PDA, public displays of affection. Now, not normally do you have a really obese person, but you are starting to see these, what I like to call tweeners, where they're fat and they're on their way to being obese, usually chicks. Usually in their late 20s. A lot of times in their early 20s now, bro. Yeah. Hanging all over their dude <laughs> with, like, this big belly button crater. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? You know? Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I'm just saying. I'm trying to help, you know, help you out. You know, maybe maybe we should talk to, uh, like, the major distributors of clothing, too, to make them, you know, if you're going to make a shirt, you know, make it long enough for these fat people, too. Now, here's the other thing, because have you noticed now that extra larges, I guarantee you, if you look in your closet, mm-hmm. if you have an extra large shirt right now, mm-hmm. and maybe you wore a 2X like five years ago, I guarantee you it's the same size. Like, it's the same size of a shirt. Because extra large shirts now, I promise you, are bigger than they, are once bigger were. Than they were even in the late 90s, or even earlier in this decade. Oh, really? You think even I guarantee in 2000 you, or 2001? An extra large shirt that was made in 2000 is smaller than an extra large shirt that is made today. I that'd promise be a, you. That'd be a great uh, experiment. <laughs> Matt, you should just call in. He goes, it, it's always a tense moment when you get on that elevator and you hope that that overweight bell doesn't go off. <laughs> There's a bell on it? I had no idea there was an b- overweight bell. Has it ever gone off on you, Matt? I want to know that. Call in, you fat bastard. Get off the IM and pick up the phone, Mr. Obese. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Again, I don't want to hate on fat people, but Kate, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What do you got, Kate? Okay, so when you go to get your tag for your license plate, you should be weighed. And if you weigh under a certain amount, you get a special tag. If you don't, you have to park in the furthest parking spaces away from wherever you're going. So you have to walk. And you know what, Kayton, this is why I think this is good, because it's almost the anti-handicap. Yeah. You park the furthest away. Maybe they even have, like, big fat people signs that are, like, red or orange or something. And then that way they're walking by because if they don't walk, at some point they're going to be up front in the handicap sign, in the handicap parking. Right. That's a good one. Well, it's just like people who go to the gym and they want to get right up to the closest place. You're going to the gym. (laughs) Right. No, you're right. You know what? You're you're smart. Give her a prize. Hold on, Kate. Woohoo! You're a thinker. And I just want to see it for the big fat people signs. Oh, wow, we're late. All right, we've got to take a quick break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Pepe and Dubs. 407-916-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Again, I didn't mean for this to turn into a bashing session. I don't think it is. I just... I. As a guy who has been big, and I would say, I, even though technically I'm obese because I'm 30 pounds overweight... I don't think I'm, quote-unquote, the way most people think of obese people. I think you were at one point. Oh, I definitely was. There's no doubt. When I first met you, Mm. absolutely. I I found it so odd because I heard you on the radio before I met you. I found it so odd what you looked like 
when I met you, uh, opposed to what you sounded like. Does I sound like a skinny runt kind of a guy? Yeah, you sound like you'd be like a buck twenty. I I go in there and you're three hundred pounds. I was I actually had to take a step back. Two eighty nine. You're being generous. I really was. Jill, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got, Jill? I don't Jill. think they should get their belly button pierced. <laughs> okay, that's, that's... You, you would need a horseshoe to pierce that belly button to make it look like anything. That is so funny. And who does that? If you were large, why would you have a belly button piercing? Because it's just going to draw attention. Chris, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got, Chris? Hey, man, how you doing? First time listener. Thanks, bro. Hey, yeah, I used to work at a popular teen clothing store in the mall, and about what you guys saying on the whole, the shirt sizes are um, smaller, to make them smaller now, or bigger, something like that, like an extra large now was like 2X before. Right. Exact opposite. Like, at our store, they have the bigger sizes are actually smaller, so those big girls and everything and big guys that want to come in and buy their normal size, they can get it, but it still looks like there's like a small girl wearing it. Oh, so they're so they're trying to make it so that fat people um, don't wear their clothes. Actually, what they're doing is like they let them come in there and say a girl normally wears a two X. She's gonna go in there and buy a two X. But this two X miniskirt is like this pretty much the same size. It's like her entire butt hanging out of it. Oh, all right. So it's, it's kind of it's kind of weird thing. They're making them smaller sizes, and they don't care if they don't fit in them or not. They're like, this is my size, and I'm wearing it. Oh my goodness! Have you, did you go through that when uh, you were gaining weight? Uh, where hey, I wear this size. This is my size, no. and you held on to it. No, because I didn't like to ever. I didn't like for anything to be tight. So no, I would rather go up a size. Chunks has been like that since middle school. He still wears mediums, and he's no in no you know shape to wear a medium anything. No. I didn't start wearing the mediums till later. I used to wear extra large. Then I, still. Then I moved down to a medium. Why? Because you I didn't lost move down to, No, you didn't. I haven't lost any weight. What do you want to go by? Buddha boy, you're in the hideout on Rob Radio. What do <laughs> you got, bro? Buddha boy. Hey, what's going on? Yo, boy. I just uh, decided that maybe, uh, you know, anti-bashing here. No, yeah, and that's the thing. I, I, are you a big guy? Yeah, big guy. All right, please share then, because I want this to be an open discussion. All right, well, you know, the first thing, I think it's kind of weird that a guy who's running a roller coaster is making value judgments. I don't know about that. I mean, you know, we're not talking about, like, you know, MIT grads here. Right. <laughs> uh, the other thing is, you know, the, the, the clothing thing that you're talking about, the, the bigger sizes being marked as smaller, mm -hmm. that was so the, the rich, chubby women wouldn't think that they were chubby. Okay, so that's where that's that how that started a few years ago. I, how, how much you weigh, man? Uh, I gotta be like um, four bills. Damn! Wow. How tall are you? Six three. Why six three four bills? But you should really That's be about as tall as me. You should really be about a two hundred, right? Nah, well, probably two two twenty two twenty five something like yeah, that. Yeah, right around there. Do you ever think to yourself, how did this happen? Uh, I guess maybe, yeah. How, uh, how has it been like a lifelong thing for you, or did oh, you... Oh, yeah, I was like 90 pounds at five. Wow. How old are you? Young. You're a young dude? Yeah. Man, so you're like you're in your 20s or something? No, man, I'm like in my 40s, but I'm young. <laughs> oh, okay, damn you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, now I'm thinking, if you were like younger in your 20s, I'm thinking, well, maybe this is like a something that's in the food kind of thing. 
But now, well, well, you know what it is is I think that that a lot of people that just got easy, you know, all the food that's easy to get, yeah, not good for you. No, absolutely, man. If you ever even try to eat healthy, it's so expensive. Too. Oh, absolutely. Not, you, know, yeah. you go to the grocery store and try to eat healthy, and you know, and doctors always give me the the, the same deal. They go, uh, all right, now what you need to do is. Right. Well, yeah, right. If it was that easy, then there wouldn't be 65% of the country fat. Do you work out? Yeah, lift weights a lot. That's not good. You got to do cardio, bro. Well, I know. But I, I used to be a professional wrestler a long time ago, and I've done some stand-up comedy and that kind of stuff, you know. Never right. had, like, a real job job. Do you just get up there and, like, lift, lift up your shirt and guys laugh, or how does it work? Well, no, you, you know, know, I like a face like, paint you know, on it? When I come out, I introduce myself, you know, <laughs> tell them that my real job's uh, aerobics instructor, and, you know. <laughs> That's funny. Like that. That's yeah, a funny know. bit. All right, Budway, I appreciate it, man. All right, man. We'll talk to you. Hey, good show. Yeah, Thank thanks, you. man. Come on up sometime. We have We have studio room. Yeah. You can eliminate about five spaces on a Friday night over any, policy. Do we have any of these chairs without uh, the uh, armrests on it? No, he's got to stand. Mm. If you come in, you're going to have to stand underneath the TV. <laughs> we had our uh, fantasy football league last year, and uh, a couple obese guys came over to my house for the draft, and uh, I forced them to sit on the floor stand up because I didn't <laughs> want them to break my couch. <laughs> All right, Matt Albert's pissed. He goes, come on, guys, three segments on this subject. <laughs> well... Fat people deserve fatter segments. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's Seth and Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. We'll move the uh, discussion. We were talking about, you know, obese people and what they're doing. We'll move it into a different direction. Why do you hate fat people? <laughs> um, What's the best reason to hate fat people? Like, real reason. <laughs> oh, you're in the hideout. Who's this? Because they're ugly. Is this Matt Albert? Yes. That's what a fat person sounds like. That's what, if you wanted to know, this is... A... The last three segments. Hey, hey! Know. It's Matt Albert! <laughs> what's going what? on? What? What's wrong, Matt? Who's six foot four, uh, 500 pounds? The last three segments make me glad I'm coming down soon, all right? Are you really going to come visit? Uh, I would say he's now officially a writer of the hideout. What are you... When what? You, when are you going to get here? I'm coming down on the train with chunks. Oh, you're coming down on the train. Good. I was going to yeah. say, don't jump on the plane, man. How many tickets no. are they making you buy? <laughs> I'm only going to buy he's one. I'm not buying a, a plane because I don't want to buy two tickets. <laughs> he's just going to put some big uh, roller skates on and <laughs> act as one, another cart. It's not going to be like Disorderly, where I have to get on, you know, I have to sit in the aisle. What a terrible movie that was. I loved it. Oh, Matt, are you... a great movie. Are you calling on a cell phone? Yes, it's a crappy signal. You know why I think it's a crappy signal? Because your head is it's so... Cold. Your head is so large, <laughs> I would imagine that the phone doesn't reach past your cheek. I would imagine that, it, you know, his... No, uh, you're actually right. His big head uh, acts as like kind of like a extension to the antenna. Is that a cell phone or a Twinkie? <laughs> <laughs> it's a ho ho. I can't wait for you to come down here. It's gonna be so much fun. Oh God! I need I, someone to stay with. Can I, sleep, can I sleep in your bed? No, you can't sleep in my bed. We're full up. Oh, yeah, I got I got two bedrooms. That's not enough for you. <laughs> I'll sleep in your floor on your floor. No, you won't. I'll I live on the, like your lap dog. I'll, I live on the third floor. You're gonna go through that floor. You I'll wear my speedo. Stop. <laughs> Beat it. We'll talk to you later. Bye. He's really coming down, huh? That's yeah, awesome. he's coming down with me. Ugh. Hmm. What are you going finally back up to DC to get your car? Yeah. Did so you stop mooching? Yeah. 
You gotta go pick it up. You gotta put it on the auto train. Because it's not gonna. It wouldn't make, make the it trip. No. Have you looked into that, Dubs? Because you're possibly. Yeah, uh, there's o- the only auto train that you can find in the United States goes from D.C. to Orlando. Oddly enough. Really? Yeah. Can you? How How does that happen? I don't know. It was like uh, it was a separate thing, and then Amtrak bought it, so they never expanded it at all. I'd figure that's a great idea. Yeah. You'd think, like, you know, anywhere up north from Florida they would do because there's but, so many old people going back and forth. But D.C. to Orlando? Mm-hmm. Hmm. So you're going to go get... you Because you just got a car from Thurston's, didn't you? Yes, I did. Congratulations, J-Dubs. I'm going to finish up all the paperwork tomorrow. Now, but you're also going to get a second car for your chick, and mm-hmm. your mom's giving you that big van, right? Yeah. Actually, I'll probably be driving the big van. Nice. I always wanted a big van. This thing's huge, man. Really? Yeah. It's insane. Dubs looks like a van guy, too, doesn't he? Doesn't he look like the type that would be, like, rolling around in a van? Kid toucher? Don't you dare. That's what I'm just saying. Now, Bateman, everybody... This one has windows all around. Everybody, all of us here have been fat or are or obese, myself, Dubs, Chunks. What's it like as a skinny person who's never been fat before? How much do you hate fat people? As long as they don't sit next to me, I don't really care. I mean, when you're walking down the street and you see someone really big, what goes through your mind when you first see them? What the hell are they thinking? Why aren't they doing something? Getting some help? I think it is about help. Matt? And I don't understand this. Like, when uh, a fat person, if some, like, personal trainer gives them their card or something, they get upset about it. Yeah. Someone's just trying to help you. Oh, man, I didn't tell you about this. So I call my mom. Mm-hmm. What was it, like Saturday? Oh, wait, you were in the car with yeah. me. We just didn't talk about it on the phone. So my mom was in West Texas visiting her family in Midland, Texas. And so I talked to her for a little bit, and she hangs up. Then my phone rings again. Like right after you hung up? Immediately after I hung up with her, and I answer the phone, and it was uh, my gay uncle, who's a hairdresser. And he goes, Hefe, I just want to let you know I'm doing an intervention. Your mother is so fat. <laughs> He goes, your mother has gained 20 pounds in the last two months. Wow. And my mama, I'll tell you this, um, she's 5'5". Five, five? Yeah, right around there. I would say about 220. That was before she put the 20 extra on, so I pro- think maybe she, 240 by now. I think my mom is now 5'5 five, five and 240. Wow. And he goes, and I'm just going to do an intervention because she is Good so Good for bad. him. And she's not going to be around much longer. That's what he said. She is fat. Oh, gay people are always so dramatic. You she, don't have to, I don't think she's going to keel over tomorrow or anything. It's, look, I would not be surprised. Good Lord, Hefe, your mom. But she is a large woman. What does a gay Latino sound like? I've never heard that before. <laughs> no, you haven't ever heard it before. Yeah, I think like the guy from Boogie Nights, uh, the club owner, He he sounded kind of gay. The uh, club only had that little lisp. She's Latino. I would think like Fez from that '70s show. I think that's I, a good one. Yeah, is that what your uncle sounds like? If it's not quite as lispy, mm-hmm. he's just very flamboyant. <laughs> that's it, right there. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> that whole thing was just a setup, wasn't it? Yeah. Mo. <laughs> that, that's, that's all that was was set up for that Ariba, wasn't it? Yes. 
Bizarro Jesus, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. What's up? Hello, hello. Yeah, I just called up to talk about the opposite side of things. Some of us big fatties here who actually enjoy it, and not only that, are healthy on top of it. Now, I'll tell you this. For me being a fat person, I'm, I am got, like, great blood pressure and the whole thing. How big well, are see, you? That's just, that's just it. I, I, I think I piss off the doctors. I'm 6'3", three, about 3 and a quarter, and I actually have better blood pressure than my doctor. Yeah, you know, and sometimes it is. It's just about genes. But let me ask you, how old are you? How old are you, dude? Bizarro Jesus, how old are you? Well, actually, I'm Jakin on uh, MySpace as well. It's 26. 26 years old. Yep. I gotta wonder. You get a lot of ass. I get more than enough. See, that's what's crazy. Chunks, you got no excuse, man. For what? Bizarro Jesus, who's 325 pounds, is getting ass. We've been over this. I still have the hideous face. Oh, that's right. Yeah. All right, my bad. And the oddly shaped body parts. I do. You're right. I'm lazy. I'm what? Fat. Come on, there's no need for that. Oh, it slipped. I'm sorry. <laughs> Plus, Chunks looks like Mo from The Simpsons, but with uh, bitch boobs. Mm. Mo. Mo. <laughs> that's what you should just open a bar. I got big boobs. It would be like, wow, they're making a real life. If the Simpsons, I saw they're actually making a movie. If they were doing a live action movie, you, my friend, would have to star as Mo. Mm, that's not so bad. Toad shotguns. Let's take a break. We'll come back. All right, enough about fat people. I can't believe I wasted an entire hour on it. <laughs> this one, it's, but it's the, it's honestly more than I would say more than terrorism. It's a thing that has this country. We're in trouble. Yeah. Because it affects health care. It affects a lot of stuff. Jobs. We're in trouble. All, right, all these people talking about fat people that love being fat. They're chemically imbalanced. Because if you can't see they, if you can't see your own junk, there's no way you can be happy. They they're just fooling themselves. They think they're happy. In fact, that even relates to why I was in such a bad mood. I'll talk about that next. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Oh yeah, we're cool now. We just went Hell up. Yeah. We just went up in the hipness factor. Uh. One, All right, one, uh, welcome back into the Hideout. It's oh. and Dubs 407-916-104, uh, 888-978-1041. I don't know. Did I screw up the numbers? Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one eight 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 nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one if you have one of those singular wireless phones. It's real radio uh, one zero four point one. Now we were just talking about the fact I was in a really bad mood. You say I've been in bad mood all week. Yeah, all week actually. Uh, it was brought today to me by almost everybody support cast on the show that hey is El Jefe all right? Is he doing okay? I mean uh, I, we're kind of timid around him this week because. He's been in a bad mood. I got it from Chunks and I got it from Tommy. Really? Really? Wow. Well, here's the thing. I was just, I was really in a, especially this morning in the promotions meeting. I thought you were in a worse mood yesterday than you were this morning. I was in a pretty bad mood yesterday, too. And my cousin Peanut is in town. And Has he been in a bad mood when he's around you, Peanut? No, he hasn't. It isn't until he who gets could be here. In a, who could be in a bad mood around her? Yeah. Uh, thank you. And actually, I've. Here's the thing. I'm used to having a lot of alone time, mm-hmm. just being by myself. And so during that alone time, I guess that's usually a, maybe my pouting time or my me time or my sulking time. I don't know. But I don't have to, like, be happy. You know what I mean? But with Peanut in town, 
I, you know, when you're when you when you're entertaining someone, you have to put on more of a. Why do you have to be mad during the day at some point? I'm just a, not a very happy person normally in life. But here's the thing: not even so much about Peanut being here because I'm really enjoying her company and we're having a good time. What I have found over since she has been here is that I've eaten really poorly. Uh, we've been eating a lot of fast food. Been going out to eat a lot more because usually I'll cook stuff at the Foreman Grill or you'll grill something mm-hmm. up and I'll eat that during the week. I'll drink a lot of water. Between that and I haven't been taking my uh, my diet pills. And so, like yesterday, I was just in a funk. I was not happy at all. Today I feel a lot better. Today I ate a little bit healthier, a little bit, and I took the diet pills. And I'm, I'm feeling a little bit better. But I honestly believe... It was the crappy food and eating the crappy food late night that really just sent me into a little bit of a funk, a tailspin. And I don't know. I mean, you see something like you watch a movie like Super Size Me, mm-hmm. and the guy, Morgan, was like, I get depressed. He got depressed because of the fatty eat, foods. eating fatty foods. The fried stuff. And I truly believe that's what happened to me. I got a, I got a great workout today. I took the diet pill. Diet pills. And here's the thing that sucks, Dubs, and I want to truly say this. I am addicted to caffeine. Like, it is so... I know a lot of people are, Mm -hmm. but I always was able to pride myself on, all right, I don't have any real addiction. I'm not addicted to smoking. I, I, You know, I'm not an alcoholic. You should really start. But my need for caffeine in high doses is just crazy. Really? I mean... What, like, when did it start to uh, affect you where if you skipped a day, you got really angry? Is it recently, or has this been going on for a while? I think, I mean, for a little bit, like, there will be some days where I'm like, all right, I'm going to try not to have, you know, try not to do the diet pill. I'm going to try not to have any uh, any uh, sodas. I'm going to try not to do Red a Bull. Red Bull or something. And Why would you do that to yourself? I Just surprised. drink it. Drink the Red Bull. It makes you happy. It does. Gives you wings. It does. Then do it. I don't see the point of not doing it. I just worry. Here's the point. I worry that at some point all of this is going to come back to haunt me. Like, hey, man, all those diet pills and all the caffeine and stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm afraid of getting uh, cancer from diet pills. At the age of, like, 50, it's just like, man, yeah, they got cancer. Or the you, heart's not going to work anymore. Our chunks always make strokes about my adrenal glands being shriveled up, you know, and being mm-hmm. like empty peanut shells. And I'm like, I got to do something. But right now, man, I, I there's nothing I can do. I am completely at the mercy of caffeine. At the same time, I see my dad who drinks seven cups of coffee. It's just, it's almost quote unquote normal. But that's even scarier. Yeah, definitely. Uh, caffeine is like almost a dependency on everyone right now. Especially if you're working any time that you, uh, you know, if you're tired at work. Caffeine is your savior. So, I mean, I, I think anybody who works tired, that's their uh, that's their addiction. Absolutely. What chunks? I I think those pills are going to kill you. I think it is an addiction just as bad as cigarettes. Because remember when you gave me one of your pills and I put it in my shirt and washed it and it burned a hole in it? That can't be good for your body uh, over repeated uses over time. No, you're right, man. And I feel like i got to do something. What do I do, though? Keep on doing it. Keep on keeping on. I think I'm going to have to go through a detox cleansing period. 
No. But I would have to. I Here's the thing, though. I would have to do it on vacation. Yeah. You I, are doing it around me. I couldn't. There's no way I could do it around you. Yesterday was bad enough I didn't take the diet pills. I think you should do it and Chunk should take care of you. Because you guys get along so well when you're in a bad mood. It would be like me. It'd be, I'd be like Renton in train spotting. you got to throw me in a room, cover me up with sheets. I'm going to see dead babies crawling on the ceiling. And I just got to do that for three or four days until I kick the uh, the caffeine habit. Now, Chunks, uh, what were you saying earlier about uh, Hefe and his attitude? Um, basically, he seemed really bitchy. You know what I mean? And he's just hard to approach. Yeah, he, uh, he asked me to have a talk with you today about it. Uh, I knew that you guys, I knew that when I pulled out today from the, um, from the promotions meeting, because you guys mm-hmm. were sitting outside, I knew the two of you sat there. I could even see that the two of you were going to sit there and talk about how how much in a bad mood I am. Yeah, it wasn't like a negative talk about you, though. It was like... Like you're worried? It it, it was more of a, how do we get him out of it? Yeah, pretty much. I feel better now. Like, we came in a little bit earlier today and everything. We're like, yeah, maybe he needs us to sleep a little bit. Yeah, so that's why we we did a lot of work today, and hopefully so you get a nap. That's what we thought you needed. And that took some pressure off, and I appreciate that. I got a lot of good stuff coming up for you, but I just wanted to relate that because I don't know if anybody else is going through this thing. Because oh, I yeah. know, I know you don't care. I I do go through it though, but I always throw on a happy face at work or you know anytime. Only time I don't have a happy face on is when I'm sitting at home alone playing video games. Oh man, that's a great time. Or driving. Driving's my time to get my anger and frustrations out. That's when you're pumping up the mu- music. Fozzie, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, buddy? Hey, uh, you get um, the um, the bad food that that will help um, help bring you down a little bit too. But how are you sleeping? Are, do you snore a lot? Yeah, I, I think I got a whole sleep apnea thing going on too, or something. I'm telling you, I have sleep apnea so bad. I went in for the clinic. I stopped breathing 156 times in an hour and 20 minutes. Wow, dude, I would yeah, I would doubt if I got something like that going on. Yeah, you you get get a CPAP mask, the C constant positive air pressure mask that you wear when you sleep it forces air in your nose and your throat doesn't close so you don't snore and you sleep soundly like you've never slept before you, and your body wakes up when you're done sleeping just rejuvenate it, it, it gives you a whole new a whole new outlook you're not walking around in a haze you're not in a bad mood you're awake you feel good i appreciate that fozzy i'm gonna look into that for real thank you buddy what causes that uh, I've, just... honestly i've heard overweight really yeah that that can cause it but i i mean i know there's uh you know, normal white people to have it. You do snore like a bear, man. I remember how Dubs and I, <laughs> you do, man. Dubs and I would be playing video games, like, in the next room, and all of a sudden you'd just be hearing this rumble and be like, what the hell is that? Is I, that coming from the TV? That could be me farting, <laughs> because I, uh, I'm i pretty hardcore with you're, the fart. You're completely gassy all the time. Yeah. And I wonder if that's the pills, too. No, you've always been gassy. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it, it runs in the family. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're a gassy girl. Can't get away from it. Yeah, Pino was even saying that she's been gassy. Yeah, That's didn't. So were you saying that? Not, not recently, but That's so I, I can let out a good burp. <laughs> yeah, burp. Um, Sharky says his ma's doctor took him off, took her off of caffeine because it makes her uh, heart run too fast all the time. But I like that that feeling. Yeah, that feeling's great. No, it's awful. I love the heart racing. You right. should take that uh, sexual enhancer pill that I tried out a few weeks ago. I think oh, we got, him, we got him from Vivid Videos? I was trying not to say what it was, but, yeah, I, 
tried it out to see if anything would happen, and I woke up with about two hours of sleep, and I was like, I'll try it out. It was killing me. All right, our buddy uh, Giant Brian, or Brian the Giant, says, I can start my 30 days of sobriety since his ends tomorrow. That's right, he's going to make it. Good for you. He's one of our Friday night buddies, comes in on the open door policy. Actually, the first. I think he's probably the first true candidate here in the uh, Orlando for the uh, hideout pass. Yeah, definitely. He's he's about to make his way to it. 30 days without caffeine. Could you imagine what true... Like, there are very few in Amer- Americans, not even Americans, people, that could probably go 30 days without caffeine once they've already been, like, turned on to it. I could do it. Wendy, you're in the hideout. Whatever. Wendy. Hey, hideout. How are you? Welcome to Orlando. Thank, Thank you. What's going on? Hey, I'm a respiratory therapist that actually sets up those CPAP machines. Can I have one? <laughs> well, you gotta, what you got to do is you're going to go get a sleep study first. It's usually a two-night study. You go into the hospital. You stay overnight. The first night they'll um, check, you know, check, hook you up to all these wires. They'll run the test. They'll see if your oxygen level is dropping below normal without anything on. And then if they find that you are, they have you come back the second night, and that's when they put you on the machine with the mask, and then they'll do titration to see exactly what pressure you need. I've seen these tests done before. How are you expected to sleep at all with all those wires and everything? connected to you you do you do you do believe it or not you do um it's of course it's a lot easier when you do get home in your own home you know and you're on your machine in your own home it's a lot easier but they they are able to get their results can i bring my dog no and this isn't for you might study this is for me wendy let me how much something like this usually costs is it usually covered by insurance absolutely it's covered by insurance yep and um depending upon your insurance well, good thing we don't have any <laughs> what company you'd go to you know like the company that we work we may be the ones that cover your insurance and i may would be maybe the one that would actually be setting you up on the CPAP. you know what i mean uh, you know what's up bateman what do you got I, I just noticed like the past few weeks i've been getting a lot of sleep but i just feel really tired well the then maybe you got days. you know what wendy hold on can, can we get like a line maybe call you off the air and see work stuff out sure all right hold on wendy I'm just wondering if this is something that can just, like, suddenly happen, because, I mean, I've had this off and on throughout my life. Maybe we should do the hideout, like, sleep apnea slumber party where we all get tested. I think that would be fun. We'd do a big sleepover. Oh, good. I definitely don't have that. You don't get to come. First one who falls asleep and put their hand in warm water, (laughs) who shaved their eyebrows off. Pour her hot sauce in their mouth. That would be a blast. Sucks I can't come. (laughs) Ted, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. I'm happy. I'm sorry you're in a bad mood. All right. I hope you feel better. Oh, thank you. I don't even know what God that was. Damn, dude, that was scary. What the hell was that? <laughs> I'm serious, man. <laughs> that was freaky as hell. I don't know what that was. Right, we got a break. Chunks, keep us on schedule. I, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm staring at Peanut too much. And I'm going to take a quick nap. It's a hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041-STAR-1041 on your singular wireless phone. J-Dub's coming up tonight, I guess, the beginning of the NBA Finals. Nice. Spurs versus Pistons. I think very few people in America, uh, unless you're basketball fans, probably care. But if you're a real basketball fan, then this is 
really going to be a great series. Yeah. I think it's two well-matched teams. It's going to be a lot of defense. I could see the final score. I guarantee there's going to be at least one final score where one team has 60. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think uh, there's going to be you know, some 60s. I, I doubt they're ever going to make it above 90. No, there'll be some 90 games. I, I Yeah, I bet you there's at least so? one or two. Definitely. You think hundreds? No, I don't. I don't. Not one team will break the hundreds in this NBA Finals. And I'm a huge fan of the NBA. This is an NBA town uh, with the Magic, and so I am a. I'm not going to say I'm a purist, yeah, because I like innovations in sports. I like innovations in life. Period. I think we should be moving forward uh, in some form or fashion. But the NBA is considering putting ads on the jerseys. Really. Um, like uh, almost like a NASCAR type thing where they have the ads on their cars. Exactly. Where Commissioner Stern has said there may come a time, in recognition of the exposure that the uniforms get, that there's valuable, that there's a value proposition that would cause us to consider changing the policies. Now I know there are certain teams who are sponsored by like maybe Nike or Reebok. Yeah, and they make the uh, they make the jerseys and they put the logo on them. But so- I think that's fine. But I just, I worry. You know what? Your NASCAR thing is perfect. Mm -hmm. Because I wonder if it bothers, I don't think it bothers the NASCAR people at all. No. That the car's all pimped out. Do you remember when they tried to do this with baseball? Uh, When they had Spider-Man 2 coming out? No, it was the original Spider-Man. Oh, it was the original Spider-Man? And they they wanted to put Spider-Web bases up and everything. And that would have, to me, you don't, especially not with baseball. To me, baseball is a very pure game except i want steroids but i don't want spider-man bases that's no good to me but are they it doesn't now change the game though it doesn't change the game you're watching yeah it does it looks stupid i'm used to a baseball diamond you know what i'd like to see is a baseball bat but when you like turn it upside down the girl's clothes come off <laughs> <laughs> like one of those very uh white trashy pens yeah wait what do you mean white trash those are great <laughs> Don't you think the soccer jerseys look kind of cool, though? They're always plastered with advertisements, usually. That's, but you know what? That's what I'm saying. Keep that in soccer. Like, I, you know, the NASCAR, is it the NASCARification of the rest of the sports? Yeah, I think it's like almost a NASCAR effect where they see how much money can be made off this. And I see, too, a lot of times, if your favorite, and you got to forgive me because I really don't much know much about NASCAR. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and pretend like I do. But I know that there are certain cars who are driven by certain guys, and like that's their sponsor. Mm-hmm. So because of that, someone will only buy the DeWalt tools, or they'll only use Tide. Or they'll only eat M&Ms. That kind of thing. I see that. And I just... I think that sport's been like that, you know, since like it was it got really popular, and that it's kind of accepted because of that. But I think if you try to do that to any other sport, that hasn't, you know, had that instilled in it for so long, they'll be, you know, people will be asking for heads. Here's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of we're turning, because I'm sure there are, like, future, there are futuristic movies where you saw this coming, where everything is just sponsored. Yeah. Everything is sponsored. Everything has a big old logo on it. You know? And I, I just think it's there's so much already in sports with the billboards and the... You know, and everything behind the batters. Well, the the thing that I, I always uh, that bothered me, and it's not even on the jerseys. I, it always bothers me that the uh, the stadiums are named after something. I remember the ballpark at Arlington. I just loved that name. Mm-hmm. And now it's something else. 
at Arlington. So, yeah, and so it, and so field. You know, if they if they build the field for the team, fine. But if it's already a standing field, don't change the name of it. And I think it's kind of unfair that American Airlines, like American Airlines, has the American Airlines Airlines Center, which is in Dallas, and the American Airlines Arena, which is in Miami. Yet Southwest Airlines is the official airline provider of the NBA. Really? Yeah. It's the uh, AmeriQuest Field in Arlington now. Oh, man. See? And I, I, let me ask you this. How close are we to schools being corporately sponsored? It's no longer, J- like, you didn't. You no longer went to uh, Truman Middle School. You went to Pepsi Middle School in Grand Prairie, Texas. You know, I think before that happens, you'll have, like, uh, cafeteria sponsored and everything and like well they already did that i mean mean, like like the actual cafeteria is named that and everything or like you know like their little uh their court is named that before the whole school i guarantee you with the bush administration and the way education is not a priority for this administration and really hasn't been much of a priority even for a while now i'll even say for clinton too at some point school districts are just going to be like you know what we need the money we need, you know, here in Detroit, fine. Go ahead. Taco Bell, you're our new sponsor. And it's Taco Bell Middle School or Chalupa Middle School. I love it. And that's the way it is. All right, now, Destroyer brings up a point. Players should love it because the more money the team gets, the bigger their paychecks are going to be. Not necessarily. Or what if they had, like, individual, like each individual player got to decide what went on his jersey? Like Ben Wallace playing tonight. What if we had a uh, big advertisement for like Afro Sheen? I'd like that. Or some cornrow company. Yeah. Yeah. Or Afro Picks or something like that. You know, I could already see like yeah, Shaq. He's already doing these commercials, but for the icy hot sleeve. You know why? Why not just throw that little logo on there and you know wear the sleeve while he's playing? I mean, is it out of the realm of possibility? No, not at all. I think that is. Probably that could happen next year. They could sneak that in next year if they wanted to. Just very small. Like yeah. for Kobe Bryant, he just has like the Planned Parenthood <laughs> on I the think, right, on the right sleeve. I think every NBA player should have that on their their uh, sleeve. You know what? For Sean Kemp, if Sean Kemp <laughs> back came back into the league, he would be sponsored by Planned Parenthood. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Or maybe Allen Iverson has some, like, bad record label. You know, like, you know, some kind of really cheap type uh, record label or better, plastered on him. Or better yet, Iverson has, like, Smith & Wesson guns. I like that. <laughs> the AI special. Or maybe some, like, uh, tattoo parlor. All right, Matt Albert says ball players can make a killing with roll-on deodorants. Do ball guys put deodorant on their head? I've never done that. I've, I've seen people do that. I never even knew. Or razors. You know what? That's what if MJ had like Gillette, like he sponsored, or Haynes. That's one that I could see on the outside. Yeah, definitely. How about uh, Steve Nash does it for road game? <laughs> now I guess that wouldn't be a. Uh, shining one for road game. They want someone with actual full head of hair. They want to start off with somebody who's already got some hair, because he's losing it fast. Earl Boinkins, that little guy's five five plays for the mm-hmm. Denver Nuggets. He's got like the red lobster shrimp special, and that's what his is. <laughs> or like the jumbo shrimp, because you know he's a big player but in a small size. Right. 
And that's what he's doing. Dynamite. How about like Yao Ming? He uh he promotes like the new William Hung album or something on his. All right, that's not even fair. That's just racist. No, no, it's not at all. You mean like he's got the album cover on his yeah, jersey? Yeah, just like the album cover, maybe, you know, just the website. Yeah, he doesn't have to have, like, any picture. All right, so now they're doing websites. So it's Yao Ming, sponsored by WilliamHung.com or whatever yeah. it is. Golden Palace. You know Golden Palace will jump on us in a second. Yeah. Ron Artest has Everlax uh, block boxing gloves. I can see that. How about... Uh, or some bell bonds. Maybe it's some like local, like it, like you're growing up in a school and you're sponsored by like Store Cable. When I played for Store Cable in the sixth grade, how about like Grant Hill? You know, he uh, he has some like arthritis medicine. That because... poor guy. Maria, Maria, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hi, how are you guys doing? What's going on? Um, I just I was listening to you guys and it reminded me of this book I read called Jennifer Government, and it it's by this Australian author Max Berry. And it talks about all of that stuff happening in the future. And basically, corporations own everything, uh, schools, businesses, obviously, everything. And what happens is you're named a first name like Kimberly or Maria, and you go to McDonald's Elementary, and your name is Kimberly McDonald's. And then you go on to middle school and high, Pepsi High School, and your name's Kimberly Pepsi. And then you get hired by Nike, and your name's Kimberly Nike. And you're, you're literally owned by these corporations. And you I have th- no identity. I even saw there's this woman now who's trying to sell ad space like on her baby. Um, to help to help pay for this. What was the name of that book, Maria? It's called Jennifer Government. So, like, like it's about this woman, and her name's Jennifer, and she works for the government. And what happens is, like, all these corporations, they no, they just you. try to beat each other out, and so they start coming up with new ideas. Like, I know at the at the opening of our new shoe sale, we'll have somebody come and kill two of the kids, and that'll make the kids want these shoes more. I mean, it's like they go out of control, and it's it's, but it's hilarious because. All right, cool. Well, thank you very much. All the humor. Yeah, thank you, Maria. I appreciate it. No problem. That. You should read it. It's really great. All right, cool. I think we already did. I think that's the <laughs> author right there. All right, Idol says there's a chance that Barkley could have had like Slim Fast. Oh yeah, definitely. And our test should be uh, sponsored by Ritalin. That's what Destro says. Maybe Kobe does like a Viagra thing. Okay, that's just wrong. Why? Oh. oh. All right, Matt, you're an ass. Dirk Nowitzki could advertise resorts. <laughs> so that's where you can go when your team is knocked out of the playoffs early. <laughs> when I'm knocked out of the playoffs. I hate you. I go on Caribbean cruises. <laughs> Stop. That's not laugh track worthy. Quick break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout World Radio 104.1. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Yao Ming. Instead of the final countdown. (laughs) Is he retarded? No, he actually is a very, very smart guy, book smart wise. Why does he look for the chorus? Why does he look retarded? Alright, welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. I think it's because he's Asian. No, stop that. Come on. My achy, quirky heart I just don't think it understand <laughs> And if you tell my heart My achy, quirky heart He might You know what? And kill this man 
even if he is retarded, a retarded Asian is still smarter than any white or oh. Latino person around. Will you stop with the stereotypes? Why do you say Latino? Oh, because he's smarter than you, too. No. Yes. And by the way... Do you think William Hung only was popular because it just fit every stereotype for oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Asian karaoke singers? I mean, he was like, you know, like the only thing missing from him being a stereotype, he didn't have like a big camera hanging around his neck. It's so <laughs> true. <laughs> you think about that. That is so true. If we ever get the chance to interview William Hung, I want to say, how does it feel just to be a big sellout? <laughs> Sell your whole race. Race. And ethnicity. To the white people. Yeah, all you white folks are just laughing at you. How do you feel? Setting back the movement. Ew. <sighs> Can't hold that in. I have. Speaking of my awful diet, having a little trouble yeah. going. I uh, I had to uh, plunge my toilet today. Congratulations. That's how bad I've been. Too much toilet paper? No. What? Yeah. I, all right, I will say I wanted to talk about something else, but hold on a second. I have never had to plunge just because of the actual waste. I've always nah. had I've always had to plunge because of like I, excess toilet paper. I had to plunge because of a courtesy flush. Okay, <laughs> not, no no noises, no noises. The one is fine, but that's enough. Wow. Yeah. What's wrong? Had you not gone in two weeks? No, I I went yesterday. I've been going actually every day. But well, this one yes, was... you're supposed to. Three times a day. Well, I mean, no. You're not supposed to go that way three times a day. Yeah, you are. I only eat once a day, so... No, man, most people only go once. But you're supposed to go three times. You're supposed to go to the restroom three times a day. I don't know about that. 407 I know you're supposed to have three meals a day. I don't know if you're supposed to go. You're supposed to go for each meal. No. You are. I'm telling you, any doctor will tell you a healthy person goes three times a day. And I'm perfectly healthy, and I go once. Like, obviously, you're not. Obviously, you have amazing issues. I, I'll i tell you this. I'm thoroughly impressed. I was, too. That you, I was actually kind of happy with myself. That you had to uh, plunge... From a courtesy. You're so dirty, though. Do you think you're dying? No. I'm far from it. I'm going to live longer than you. I know you are, but that's not saying much. <laughs> I got four years left. Does that mean I only have three? Two. Do you th- Come on. Do you think I'll make it to 30? I hope so. <laughs> Come on. I really do. I think, you know, you would make a fine 30-year-old. And I really hope that you make it there. I think it'd be a good place for you. I I just don't think you should set your sights on 40, by no means. No. So we're not going to throw an over-the-hill party? No. Well, I mean, we should have thrown that for you when you were 20. Come on. Because I... I have the last... 15. I have the last... 15, you get the black balloons. I had the lifespan of an African and do four? Yeah. Uh-oh. Dogs live longer than you. I could see that. I know dogs are probably healthier. How would that be if you had, like, the same thing to eat every day, just like a dog? Would that be hell? I mean, I get tired of even good food. All right. Nick's Ball 99, right? <laughs> 
It's not necessary to have a daily bowel movement. Some healthy people have more than one a day, while others have just three or four a week. I could have sworn that if a healthy human being went three times a day. No, there's no way. Oh, please, that's me. You aren't healthy. You know you're unhealthy. I go five times a day. All right, you're creepy, though. What, Putin? That sounds completely made up. Whoever Nick's Ball 99 is, I think they just made that up off the top of their head and sent it. Just to get their instant messenger name out there? Yeah, I think Nick's so. Ball 99 at AOL? All dumped. Nick's Ball 99 at AOL? <laughs> you asked? Nobody would care until you made a big deal of you being you, Chunks, at Nick's Ball 99. That's not, AOL. not me. Not me. Nick's spelled with a K? Wow, Dubs. The things that are probably going on. Your poor shorts. Oh, yeah. All right, Peanut, let me ask you a question. Mm, Peanut. Out of all the the guys in here, I'm so dirty. All right, maybe it's not healthy. Matt Albert says he goes four times a day. Out of all the guys in here. He he eats 12 meals a day, so it kind of makes sense for him. Out of all the guys in here. Whose undershorts do you think would probably smell the worst? Oh, do I have to answer? Yeah. I'm going to have to go with Chunks. Oh, get the hell out of here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why? It was too easy. Hmm. Look at you. <laughs> I don't know. Like, Alex can... Ah, Hefe. Uh, Hefe can Cruise. smell... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Hey, thanks a lot, Peanut. I'm sorry. Yeah. She chose Peanut for who probably undershorts smelled the worst. Hmm. Peanuts does? No, she oh she chose chunks. It does, I'm telling you. Stop. (laughs) By the way, let's take a quick break. (laughs) Take a quick break and we'll come back. Peanut wants to bring something up. She said there was an issue. And so she wants to mention it next in the hideout. What she I saw her going to the bathroom last break. Is that something to do with that? No. No, not that kind of issue. (laughs) Real radio. What a four point one. It is the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. My name is Al Hefe. Jelly Roll Johnson? No, J Dubs. Bucky O'Hare? In middle school, yes. Hmm. It's Roll Radio 104.1, though. 407 916 Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Josh, you're in the Hideout on Roll Radio. What's up, Josh? Hey, Josh. Josh. All right, that's your name. Congratulations. <laughs> Jeff Arena. Jeff Arena, you're not. Poppy, chunks, panties do not stink. They smell like potpourri. Okay. <laughs> Just because they have flowers on them doesn't mean they smell like flowers. It's not true. All right, from about.com. Well, he has a tulip down there. It's a fish. <laughs> <laughs> but his is purple. Uh, from Panther, it says there's no rule for the number of times you got to go. Good range is from three times a day to three times a week. From about.com. So, all right. I could not imagine that. Could you have a three times a week? Only going three times a week. I do that. That's what I usually do. But lately, it's been once a day. Okay, that's good for you. But Chunks and I, we have different bodies, I guess. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it it, it doesn't feel awful to me. That's what I'm saying. I'd flip out. I'd flip out. I mean, I wouldn't be able to function right. You are dirty, though. By the way, okay, 
Peanut, my cousin who was here from Texas Tech University, 21 mm-hmm. years old, staying mm-hmm. at the apartment. Yeah. Uh, what do we do? Friday night we're going to hang out a lot, taking the latitudes. Tomorrow night. I'll yep. be there. Saturday we're going to Universal. Right. I think Sunday we're going to go to the beach. Right. Um, today we went out to eat uh, Cecil's Texas Barbecue, I think, right on Lee Road. Oh, nice. It was nice. Very good. Very good food. And we came back to the apartment after going shopping at Publix, picking up a couple things. And you came back, and you were like, there's an issue. Something's wrong yes. after you went into the room. What happened? Well, before we left, I could have sworn that I folded all of my clothes, put everything back in my suitcases, because I'm a neat person, right? Mm-hmm. When I got back and walked into my room, my clothes were everywhere. Like, my suitcases were vomiting. Are you kidding me? <laughs> all right, now here's the thing. Chunk said, hey, Huffy, I'm going to go pick up my stuff from your apartment. He wouldn't come over any other time, but now your cousin's here. He comes over to pick up his stuff. Finally, he comes to pick up the stuff. And now his stuff happened to be in the same room in which you were staying. That's right. So before we leave, you folded all your clothes. Everything is packed up nice and neat. Yeah. We get back. Everything is thrown about. Yep. Do you feel violated because of it? I do. I would, too. Chunks. Yeah. Uh, hold on a second. Before Why are you, you smiling? Before you respond, I'm going to ask you, and I want you to answer seriously. And honestly. Did you rummage through the suitcase and namely undergarments of my cousin? If you, uh, Let me tell you this. No one else had keys to my apartment. If you're honest, we probably will go a little bit easier on you than if you lie. I I don't feel really good right now. Why? Some of the stuff was on top of my clothes, so I had to, to go through it a little bit. Go through it? Maybe. A little. Yeah. I had to go to the bottom of my suitcase... I right. pull out whoa, my whoa, whoa, undergarment. Whoa, whoa. I wanted to make sure and that, put him on top. I didn't know what suitcases were mine. I had to go through them to make sure that I, I got the right suitcase. Hold on, your undergarments were on the bottom of your suitcase, and they ended up all the way to the top. Yes. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's. Why are you laughing? Please tell me you just knocked over the suitcase. Please tell me that's all that happened and that you didn't actually rummage through my 21-year-old cousin's clothes. I I told you I was looking to make sure that it wasn't wasn't my clothes. You, you opened it up right away. You see that there's like blouses and stuff in there. Wait, okay. I was that in a hurry. That could have been his. That could have been his. I I was in a hurry. Do you realize how many trust issues this brings up for this show? Mm-hmm. Well, that's why. I, was, I didn't thought it was dude, my you, bag. Dude, you went through my cousin's stuff. I just, it's not funny. I, I'm sorry. That is really creepy, bro. That's that's like uh, psycho, serial killer type stuff. Please tell me you didn't sniff. I, of course not, man. I'm not going to sniff. That's just disgusting. Why don't I believe him? I don't even want to know. You know what? I don't even want to know. That's that's just that's wrong. I I didn't do that. I'm sorry about the suitcase. I I honestly thought it was mine. I really did. Did you pick up 
You don't even, want, no, wait, no, hold no, on, no, hold no, on no, one no. second. I didn't remember you ever actually bringing a suitcase. I remember duffel bags and I remember uh, like boxes. I don't remember a suitcase. Yeah, you had clear clear plastic bags. There was never a suitcase involved. You don't own a suitcase. Why would you be going through one? Mm. This is very awkward right now. It should be. You can imagine how I feel. I'm sorry, Peanut. I you are very attractive, a girl. That no, doesn't make it no, right. That doesn't help. I, that doesn't make it okay. I'm sorry. No, no, not I'm sorry. Sorry doesn't cut it in this case. Sorry cuts it when you eat her sushi. Do you realize what you have done? I no 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 no. You no. violated someone. What? I didn't violate. Did you hold on a second? When you were staying in my apartment, did you go through my drawers and my chest, like in my chest? No, I did. What? I, actually, seriously, I did need kind of uh, exercise shorts one time. But I figured you wouldn't mind, man. That's just bros. I'm si- I'm sorry. I figured you wouldn't mind. It was just exercise shorts I was looking for. Those orange ones. Why did you need exercise shorts? Um, you don't exercise. By the way, I haven't seen those orange ones in a very long time. I know he still has mine too. I don't. I don't think he'd want either of them. I'm back. not. I don't want them back. I. I had to borrow them. I. I want you to shut up. Seriously, this is like a gross violation. I'm sorry. Is it so bad? I mean, yes. It's... Vi- violating me or you, Hefe, is one thing, but a female family member. Is... It's one thing to joke on the air. It's one thing to even come in during the commercial, which, by the way, which is very odd. You come in in the commercial breaks just standing around in this studio when you should be in the Chunks control room. And he's never in here never. any other time. But he's standing in here looking at Peanut, asking if she needs anything. Which is nice, but you could do that on the talk back. She's I, very Stop. hot. I'm, I'm, not... I'm serious. No, 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 no. I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you one more time. Because I didn't like it before. Now that I know you're rummaging through her clothing, it's even worse. I know you haven't been laid in three years. You haven't had sober sex in four years. But to go through the clothing and apparently undergarments of my cousin is disgusting. I thought I... I Stop. It's not time for you to talk. It's time for you to listen. I'm sorry, dude. I'm at a loss. Oh, I'm I'm shocked. I I thought there was going to be some goofy thing brought up this break when you said Peanut had an issue. I didn't know it was someone going through her, like, you know, just her most secret of you know stuff that she brought down, stuff that you know she doesn't want her strangers rummaging through. Do you realize that she's like a sister? She's essentially my sister. You know, even if she wasn't, even if she was like almost a complete stranger to you, it doesn't excuse the fact that he was rummaging through a girl's stuff that he has no idea who it, who she is, really. I I don't know how you told. I kind of tried to fold it up. Stop. Pretty neatly. Oh, you know what? Stop. You call that folding? Right, please, <laughs> everybody. Everybody stop. You're lucky she seems like a cool chick right now. I mean, I'm that's li- something that could just totally break someone. I'm livid. I'm, I'm sorry. Dude. And I'm not going to punish you on air or get anything. 
Yeah, this isn't a thing where, hey, Chunk's messed up, let's have him you know, eat something disgusting or shock him with the taser. This is a serious issue of trust here in the hideout. And actually something that you could be prosecuted for. Yes. Why? Invasion of privacy. All right, let's take a break. You should do a life for creepiness. I'm sorry, man. No, 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 no. There's no sorries for this. There's no sorries to me. There's no sorries to Peanut. There's no, I'm sorry, I'll eat sardine cereal. This is beyond that. This is a, are you a part of this team anymore issue. Because if you're doing stuff like this off the air, how can we trust you to get stuff done for the show? You know what is odd is um, we were actually supposed to go over to your place to get his clothes on our way here for a meeting at 4 p.m., but he went before he came back to our place to uh, go get the stuff by himself. You went by... uh, so. Were you originally supposed to go and help him, and he insisted going alone? We were supposed to go at 3.30, but he ended up getting home, like, right at 3.40. He's like, oh, I just went and did it myself. Calculated, too. This is premeditated. This is, like, something you had planned. Because I even asked you, do you want to go to lunch with us? And you're like, no, I got some stuff to do. I'm like, well, you should come have lunch with me and Peanut. And you're like, no, I got stuff to do. I'll go when you guys aren't there. When everything's right out there in the open. That was just a weird... Stop. I'm really going to ask you not yeah, to speak right isn't... now. It's not even appropriate for you to open your mic right now. I don't even know if it's appropriate for you to be here the rest of the week while she's here. You might need to take it off. We're going to take a break. And Sharky brings up a good point. This is a guy who cleans himself after going to the restroom with newspaper. And he touched her clothes. She should burn it. Everything that she owns. Now that he's touched it. I feel dirty. I can't imagine how you feel. Take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right. Welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Tefe and Dubs. And, um, something very disturbing just happened. What? Look, here's the thing. I truly believe we're family here in the hideout. Yeah. We share anything. One of the the great things I feel about this show is that we're all friends. Like, we all like to hang out with each other. We enjoy each other's company on, off-air. On the weekends, we still get together with each other. And that's why we were just so dedicated to bringing all of us down together. That's It was a huge issue. Yeah, it was something that was very difficult to do. I want Bateman here. I want Chunks here. You know, these are... And I want Hefe here. You know, that was tough enough in itself. <laughs> and to know that my cousin is in town, and she's taking the uh, spare bedroom, where Chunks used to inhabit before he and Bateman got his place. And he goes and he picks up the rest of his stuff today, finally, after I begged him. I gave him 24 hours extra to get his stuff out. Otherwise, I told him I'd burn it on the air. And he comes in. Not only does he take his stuff, 
But Peanut, my cousin, says that her her stuff is displaced, and she is positive somebody went through her clothing. And, it, and Especially her underwear. And not only so, we ask, and Chunks admits that he did it, which was, I guess it was good. Yeah, I'm glad at least he did that. But now I wonder, do I ever let him in my apartment? I took my keys back from him. Definitely, you have to do that. I got the extra key right Good. here because I let I let him and Bateman keep a pair of keys just in case. Anything. Actually, I let him borrow my car today, and it was it's in this like little uh, compartment in my car, which is how he got the keys. And I let you guys hold on because you don't have cable, you don't have internet or anything yet. So I said, come on over whenever you need to come on over. If you want to watch DVDs, play video games, get online. Anything you need to do, come on over and do it here. Not go through my cousin's clothing. Actually, is she sleeping on that air mattress? Yes. I don't. You know what? No, right, I, I don't even. Tommy, I, I shut don't it. Need, now, now's not the time. I don't even want to know. No. I don't even want to know. Because I'm already. I'm really close to sending you home. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. And then by home, I mean DC. You can go back yeah. and work at WJFK. I don't want to run sporting news. I forgot the time, the time clock for it. I couldn't do it. It's not time for you to joke around. Do you realize that's it for the rest of your career? Yeah, you and Baloo. Twenty nine forty five is the break. Stop! What are you doing? Why are you joking? I'm sorry. Why are you joking about syndicated sports shows? I'm just trying to make a, the room a little bit. No, area. stop. It's not your job right now to try to make the room a little bit, you know, lighter. Jack, you're in the hideout on World Radio. Hey, Jack. Hey, guys. How you doing, man? Well, I've been better. All right, two things. First of all, Peter, my heart goes out to you, sweetie, and I admire you for showing up over there. Because it's almost creepy that she said she'd be willing to come into the studio tonight. I can understand yeah. why she would be uncomfortable. What's the other thing, Jack? The other thing is he said that he thought it was his his luggage. First of all, the minute you go through and you see a size, a smaller size of women's clothing or luggage, you know it's not yours. You should have just closed it. I have a bra and panties, you know? That's That's the, oh, well, he's right, though. That is the only thing that I'm willing to forgive. Look, here's the thing, Jack. In my heart of hearts, I want to believe there was some sort of an accident. This Mix was some, up. But he's already admitted. He's already said she was so hot. Yeah, he keeps on so saying hot. that. Which even makes it creepier. That's so hot. Come on. You know what? I love how he tried to walk in the studio during the break again. Hey, guys, what's going on? He didn't see it, but he was looking at her from my booth, too. I don't even want to hear it. You're really, you're about to go home. Sorry, dude. No, stop. I don't want you talking anymore. Yeah, I don't want you popping the mic open just to say sorry. You've said it enough. From now on, it's not accepted. All you do the rest of the night is weather. Or whatever read you have to do. In fact, no, Putin, congratulations, you've been promoted. Why don't you uh, go start screwing phone calls, Chunks? I... Your man, you finally worked your way up to the talk and roll controls. Let me ask you this, and I'm I'm being serious here. Mm. You're moving your stuff out. What goes through your mind? You take a peek back at that suitcase that's sitting there, and in your mind you're thinking, 
all right, I'm going to go through. I just want to see what's going on, what undergarments are going on. And let me ask you, when you look, is it worth it? Was the quick rummaging and going through and whatever else happened, because I don't want to know what else happened, but was that worth possibly your radio career? Because we know people with Infinity, we know people in Clear Channel. Don't don't make me answer it. Uh, you know what? Please if, don't. If that's the case of don't make me answer it, then I don't want anything. It, I don't want an answer. It was no. pretty nice. Stop. All right, you know what? Let's take a break. I feel like... Me I'm sorry, it was very no, nice. No, stop it. I feel like me and you have a... Uh, almost feel obligated to buy peanut brand new clothing out of this, because I don't, I don't know what this animal did. And yeah, I don't want to know. It's disgusting. Now I want to hurt you. The thing that just bothers me the most is he doesn't know when to stop. I've been under a lot of pressure lately. No, no. How many times do I have to tell you to, you know what, back off the microphone. Unplug it. Unplug your microphone. Let me see you unplug it. All right. Thank you. Thank you for unplugging your microphone. Because you're not talking anymore tonight. And Peanut, I don't know. Your family sends you out here. You're staying with me. You want to get a look at the radio business. Sadly, it's full of perverts. Yeah. This can be one of the places where you find the most degenerate people in the world. Kevin, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Hey, Kevin. You need to make sure he wasn't walking around the house wearing her underwear and clothes. Oh, that, that's exactly why I feel like we need to buy her new stuff. We have to. God damn, man. I don't think his leg would fit through the leg hole. I would think she's a small girl. Well, I don't know which leg he tried, if you know what I'm saying. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, boy. Okay, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. And uh, we're just going to we're just going to talk about something else. We got somebody else here talk about something. Can we change the Yeah, we have uh, a couple guests here. Uh, uh he came in this uh, last Friday for the open door policy. Uh he was uh making a movie and he wants to come back in with the producer of the movie and talk about the movie. Okay, being so, here. We will talk to them next. All right, Jack says what he did, chunks. They're signs of a rapist. Yeah, I mean. Or serial killer. Or both. Back, back away from the mic and keep it unplugged. By the way, I don't think this is going to help your chance of getting laid in Central Florida. I barely know Peanut, and I want to whoop his ass. How about we do a gang initiation? 1105. I don't have sex with him. Not gangbang. Uh-oh. Gang initiation. He stands in the middle, and all five of us just beat him to a bloody pulp. Do they need food at Gatorland? How about this? How about you go skydiving, but without the backpack? Or with just a regular backpack with, like, books and stuff in it. Preferably a cement block. Just a bunch of Bibles. Because that's what you're going to need. You're going to need to land on a stack of Bibles. Why are you sending me an IM? What do you say? I told you I'm sorry. 
IMs don't help anything. No, not because you can't talk. I want no communication from you from now on. We'll take a break and we'll come back. You just press buttons back there. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Lansing's New Rock, 92 on the edge. Home of Mojo's AM Mayhem. You talked over it. 50 minutes of edge music education every hour. You ran over the post. Welcome back into the you hideout. Know, when, I would, when I was starting off in radio and I would hit, I would uh, go over the post, I'd be like, ah, screw it, and I started over. <laughs> Welcome back into the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Like, I'm uh, sorry, I'm still learning. Let's try it again. Uh, All right, dub, we have 15 seconds here to do it. Dubs, you got hired four years ago. I know. But I haven't done music radio in like two and a half, three years. Do you think you go back to music radio? Yeah, I think I could. I actually uh, proposed to uh, Catherine of us doing, you know, once a month a uh, weekend show. What'd she say? She said, yeah, it'd be cool. Uh, we have to uh, go over what kind of playlist we'd want because uh, I told her it would have to be our music. Yeah, we don't play just... It would basically us coming in with our iPods. Yeah. Or my iPod. The and- new Jack FM. <laughs> It's Doug FM on your radio. FN Dubs. Welcome back to the Jack Diamond Show. <laughs> what was that? You know he did that. That that was the how they flipped their format to Jack FM out in DC. Was he came in and said, you know what, screw it, I'm just playing stuff out of my iPod. This is what I'm gonna do. Such a stupid radio gimmicky ploy. And you think about it, radio is just dumb. It's wrestling. It's just silly. It's all just very stupid. But, I mean, I guess that's what you got to do. We're giving away a million dollars along with 50 other stations, but you don't know that. That, it's, um, what's the other big thing that they... That Could it be C? Could it be C? If you aren't in the joke. It's so odd. That's why I want to go into the movies. And that's why we're here. We're here to make contacts, J-Dubs, you and me. Mm-hmm. And uh, joining us right now in the hideout is uh, Michael. Can we go by Michael or Mike? Uh, Mike sounds good. All right, Mike, he came in on the open-door policy last week. He actually ended up bringing anchovies for chunks to eat. Very amusing, I thought. And he um, he told us he's working on a movie. What movie are you working on? Uh, it's called Coming Attractions. It, uh, it's going to be released next year. There's already some distribution deals in the works, and uh, it's got quite a cast. All right, who's in it? Uh, Dennis Rodman, Angie Everhart, uh, Pat Morita. James Hom, Michael Winslow, Beetlejuice, Jackie the Joke Man, Martlene, Yucca the Clown, and <laughs> Reverend Bob Levy. So, how is Pat? Is he a nice guy? Pat Morita is a very nice, yet perverted old man. He really is he? Is he yes. perverted? He seems like he would be. What are you doing on the... on the? Um... I am grip and electric. Uh, I was key grip on the last shoot and currently publicist. Oh, <laughs> nice. Well, congratulations. You landed the biggest venue, the hideout. Hey, you know? <laughs> uh, um, so now we asked you if we could be in the movie, but there's not going to be a chance for us to get into this one, right? Not this one. This one uh, has, I believe, three or four more shoot days left, and they're going right into post-production and looking for a release, I think, sometime in February or March. You know, I've always wanted to be uh, like an extra in a porn movie. Yeah, you. Ever since I've known you, J Dubs, this is I guess the last six five years. You've said you just want to be the guy, the bartender. Yeah, I just want to be the bartender, cleaning the glass while two people are having sex, and like not even like really thinking anything about it. Yeah, just like the guy the glass. in Boogie Nights. There. Yeah, he, uh, you see that blooper? That was brilliant. Just, uh, just sitting there and uh, 
Just you, huh? Yeah, just me. Or, I, you know, I'm like my mom. I'm a janitor. I have a big set of keys. I'm just wiping the floor right around them. <laughs> like you're not even... Like I, I pick up her leg just to sweep under it or something. It'd be great. <laughs> we had to make a... Why can't we make a porn? Is it illegal to make pornography in Florida? I believe in some parts. I think I think we can get away with it if we uh, went through the right channels. And then just think if we were able to make our own porn and then sell it at the Premier Adult Factory outlet. I'd friends. love it. And I think it we would... have a lot of porn contacts. That's one thing we do have. Oh, by the way, I think Porno Dan is calling in tomorrow. Nice. From, um, there's some porn convention going on in Vegas, either Vegas or L.A. Some erotic or something or other. He'll be calling us uh, with a hope like Brittany Andrews and a whole bunch of stars tomorrow night. Cool. But that's so true that we could end up doing. I think we should. It should be our goal, J Dubs, you and me, mm-hmm. to make the funniest porn possible. Like truly, like like a, the one that you know just. Everybody knows about because it's so goddamn hilarious. Like, it's just a really funny, like, it's a funny movie, but with hardcore sex. Yeah. Like, all the dirty stuff. But a lot of feet. Team America. <laughs> yeah, Team America was so good. I just saw that. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I watched yeah. it today. Um, Those was pretty hardcore. <laughs> wasn't that puppet sex insane? <laughs> and I, I guess uh, it wasn't that, that bad in the theaters. No. But no. the DVD... Yeah, there were yeah, no they showers went. or steamers. Yeah. Well, now, here's the funny thing, too, though, Dubs, is that we could do, like, the porn scenes, mm-hmm. and but even, like, the sex scenes, like, funny stuff happens, like you said. I think it would be hilarious if you came up and lifted your feet, and you're sweeping underneath it, and, like, there are always other kinds of scenes. Or maybe, like, it's an action flick, because I, I have a specific porn um, uh, movie where it's, like, clips of all these other different porns, and like two or three of them are people in taxi cabs, but like yeah. while acts are happening in the taxi, like this major accident, like T-bone collision, you know, that'd be I mean? hilarious, right? And she just goes flying, like they break their noses and everything, but they keep on doing it. Yeah. Oh, what if they kept going? But there's certain the thing about you can't have like, yeah, so, you know, some people can't be real injured. I'll just have to put it cleanly. I think I think if it's like uh, like an incidental injury that didn't happen like because of the sexual acts, I think that'd be fine. You know, like if there's like a big car accident and they just no, but but no, not keep really. On going instead of you know someone punching someone. But remember, even with our friend um, Joanna Angel and her movie with zombie porn, my friend, our friend. Hmm. I have her phone number. <laughs> there were issues about that. You do. God damn, you have having her phone number. Have you ever given her a call outside of a? Uh... No, only when I was first booking her and trying to figure out a time to get her on, and get it on. You should call her back. You should call her right now. Remember that one time we made we her made call, him. we made him call the publicist because he had a thing for the publicist. I'm friends with the publicist. It was really creepy. We made him call her back. No, like, you made me call Joanna back right and, after the interview and just be like, "Hey, what are you doing? When do you want to hang out sometime?" You're like, "Tell her what kind of food your dog eats." Just start talking about your dog. Because that's all you talk about. Jackass. No, it was, you guys said something like, so is Tommy calling you? And I'm like, I just called her for the show. And then she's like, no, he's not like that. He's a gentleman. He has a dog. And they're like, <laughs> you guys are like, what? Why is he talking about his dog? Oh, that's right. You did. You have, you're booking her for the show. It's so funny because every female guest or female publicist that we have that Tommy talks to to book for the show knows about his dog. Well, it's because what he I said. He plays a D card. 
What I, <laughs> the dog card. Well, what it was is because I was out hiking, yeah, talking yeah. to her on the phone. I was like, oh, by the way, if I'm breathing heavy, it's because I'm out walking my dog. I'm not doing oh. anything weird. <laughs> All right, that doesn't sound creepy. <laughs> well, be, what? I'm going to be like, <gasps> so Joanna, when are you going to come on the show? <gasps> I had to explain. And she's right. I am a gentleman. And great in bed. She didn't say that. <laughs> what? David, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What's not up, yet. David? Oh, hey. Yeah. Went back. Go back to Mexico, All you femur. Right. <laughs> Hey, I have to agree. So, no! Why would you agree with that? I don't know. It just seemed right. And how Thanks funny. for calling in, Chunks. Actually, I heard that was our old DC managers. Let's take a break. And let's talk more about this movie, because I'm kind of interested to see what kind of movie they, could, they, they cast this kind of cast for. We'll talk more about your movie, and we'll talk about more possibilities for us. All right. Because uh, the producer was supposed to be here. Yet, I think you lied just so you could come hang out again. Hey, actually, you know, that could be true. Actually, I have a film, a short film I'm shopping around if you're interested. What's that? It's uh, one I did in D.C. a few weeks ago. Yeah, he actually does have a short film. <laughs> no, thank you. I haven't seen it yet. Why, do you have it down here? Yeah. I need to borrow it. He got or down, you need to bring it over and watch it. He got it. down here. He shows it to me in the first five minutes that he's here. Sit down and watch this. <laughs> okay, fine. It was genius. Would have been better if they let me write more, bastards. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. Seth A. and Dubs. What is it, Thursday? It's Thursday night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Reminding you, tomorrow night's the open-door policy from 9 to 11 o'clock. Yeah, come on in, hang out. I have a feeling, J-Dubs, it's going to be the last... The last just completely open one? Last complete open-door policy. What if we just did, like, a surprise one? So we just announced one day, okay, today is... This week's open door policy. You know, that might be the way to go where, you know, you never know what night it's going to fall on. Instead of it being on a Friday night. Yeah. And- so if we're tired and we didn't do any show prep, it's <laughs> that night. Come on in. Tell us about uh, you. Uh, 407-916-1041, star-1041, singular wireless phone. And it's not like we're not enjoying the people who come in on Friday nights. It's, it's just it's getting too busy where, you know, we don't know how to uh, accommodate. Uh, everybody now. Because it's literally been to the point where it's maybe, what, last week, 15 people? No, there's more than 20. Maybe 20 who uh, rolled through within the two hours? Between uh, the people who came and went during the whole thing, I, I would say between, I'd say upper 20s, maybe 30, with the people who came and went. So we got to figure something out. And if you want to get here, maybe we should draw numbers for the chairs and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, it's a lot of fun. And in fact, Mike, who is in here right now, uh, came in last week during the open door policy. You brought pizza, didn't you, last time? Yes, I did. I'm Where also a manager at Domino's. Where was it tonight? Yeah, uh, didn't work. <laughs> we're, uh, we're starving. I could go grab some anchovies, though. Now, mm. you're doing this movie. You're part of this movie with, like you said, Dennis Rodman, um, um, if Everhart. You, if you go to imdb.com, you can uh, get a full cast list there. All right, who else? All right, so let me, what's the name of the movie? Coming Attractions. Coming Attractions. All right, IMDb. That'd be a good name of a porn movie, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they that were was, saying that. Now, now, tell me exactly what this movie is about, Mike. 
It is uh, in honor of Kentucky Fried Movie, which it, where it's a series of sketches and parodies. Now, here's the thing, too. I have heard, I have not seen Kentucky Fried Movie, but I have heard it is one of, it is probably maybe the funniest movie of all time. Oh, it's, it's very great. brilliant. It's great. And uh, I should go rent that, actually. Yeah. But uh, I hear it is absolutely one of the funniest movies of all time. So, like, what do we expect? Just a bunch of sketch? No. So does that mean like Rodman and Morita are together in the sketches, or are they in different sketches? I mean, Rod, how does it Rodman, work? Rodman's got his own two separate sketches uh, where he plays an attorney who sues tigers for uh, attacking members. <laughs> if you if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, and, uh, All right. And the other sketch, he's a he's a bad father, and uh, no, and, and it's, it's quite quite funny. He uh, he gets drunk on a Jewish tequila called <laughs> Have a Tequila. And uh, all right, now I look at this. This is actually pretty star-studded. Uh, Mary Carey, the porn star, like you said, Yucko and and uh, like Beetlejuice, Michael Winslow, Jen, Jenna Torturer <laughs> plays uh, mother. So that should that should be very interesting. It's a very comforting scene. It's quite nice. Uh, yeah, it seems like very nurturing type of mother. Well, this is great, man. How did you get involved with this movie stuff? Uh, just a few buddies of mine that went to Full Sail and uh, working at Domino's one day with, with this guy, the DP, and became a good friend, and he asked me if I wanted to join on, and I said yes, and I'm in on the next picture, too. Is we're that doing it. Is that what we do in our porn dubs, DP? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Plenty of it. That's DVD, right? Um, so, do you think that we uh, is there a role for us maybe in the next movie? I believe so. I've I've been actually thinking up a few sketches that I thought would be pretty funny. And for here's guys, the thing. But... I mean, we don't mind. I mean, like it would be cool to talk, but we understand you guys are actually doing real movies. Yeah, we don't have to have any so we're big willing, speaking roles or anything. We're like that. willing to start out at the bottom, like um, you know, a few monologues would be good. I think if we had a monologue each, like maybe ten minutes, like you know, <laughs> some something for a movie, because I hear monologues for movies are great, like ten minutes long. Yeah. And I like something along the lines of the Watch uh, monologue in, from Pulp Fiction. I'd like something like that. Right. Or how about just narration on the side and throw your own little quips in there every once in a while. Dubs will play the role of the gimp if we do something <laughs> along that. I think we'll have as long as I'm not the one with the ball in the mouth. That's the gimp. No. Oh, oh, yeah. you don't. You don't want to be being Rams. Yeah. But I think that would be a lot of fun. So, all right. So we're looking for this movie to come out when? It's going to be uh, mid 2006. Where are you guys filming? Uh, it's all over Florida. They shot the Yucko the Clown, Beetlejuice stuff up in New York and Canada. Right. And uh, everything else has mostly taken place in Chiliota, Cocoa Beach, uh, Winter Park. All right. Well, if you have anything for wacky DJs <laughs> um, or male models, <laughs> that's. <laughs> All right, this is actually funny. I'm looking at this. Um, from Pat Morita training a midget to fight to Angie Everhart checking out Spring Break in Compton. <laughs> That's really funny. I like that, man. That looks, that looks Well, look, man, I wish you guys the best. Thank you. Because, But I don't want you to have too much success because then I know you won't put us in the second film. No, yeah. I, I, I will keep my head on the ground at all times. And uh, make sure you bring in, um, when this gets closer to time, you know, and you guys are going to be going around and doing a lot of publicity, but make sure you come back. And I'd like a copy of a free screening. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Uh, Do you uh, see the movie movie poster? You it's like great. That? It's yeah. a marijuana leaf over some chick's yeah, belly button. I, yeah, I think I took a look at it already. 
Yeah, that's good stuff, man. Well, congratulations to you, Mike. All right, thanks a lot. Living the dream. Say hello to our buddy Rodman next time you see him. I'll try. And uh, yeah, tell him we said hey. We haven't talked to him. I don't know. The security guard's pretty intimidating. Is it? He he walks around with the security. The the, little Italian guy standing behind him on the couch. What? In that that one shot. In this one, because you got the photos right here. All right, let me see. Little Italian. Oh, that's him. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's funny, right? That is funny. It's funny how Rodman has to have a bodyguard. Well, I mean, anytime you have these crazies out there, I don't care how big you are, you should have someone with you. Was Rodman an ass or was he nice? No, he was a nice guy. I mean, he 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 just uh, did his thing, you know. Like I was holding cue cards for him, and he kept kept uh, coming up to me and adjusting them for me and freaking me out. Cause, oh, really? Because he's he's just a very large large man. You know yeah, but I've heard he's very nice. He is very nice. The story about Rodman that always makes me queeze, and I can't get too you graphic can do that. with it or queasy or whatever. Oh. No, <laughs> stop. <laughs> is the one. Where he talks about he was in he was having sexual relations, and it was so hardcore. No, stop, please. That he actually no. broke he broke his member. Yeah. And it, he's, I remember him saying it happened like multiple times. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't just a one occasion thing. Oh boy. I don't even. Have think you I, ever have you ever thought you have done it before? I've I've had scenarios. Yeah, where it's like, oh man, I'm glad. And then I worry if I'm even large I enough to break. I dodged a bolt there. Oh, I've had that happen. Okay, I don't want to hear. What? I'm not. It was just never fun. <laughs> yeah, but you users are slap happy, and that's just you. No, could, I wasn't I, even in the wall. Con- I wasn't in control at the time. All right, fine. I don't want to hear anymore. Bastard. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Where's your cousin? I don't know. I so amazingly, I was, I too. she uh she left after what happened. With chunks rummaging through underwear. I'll find it, don't worry. No, don't. I gotta go out this way anyway. No, please, stop. It's the hideout. Hey, how you doing, baby? Real radio. And don't talk to Mike that way. 104.1. Alright, welcome back into the hideout. Real radio 104.1. It's El Jefe and J-Dubs. 407-916-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Thursday night in the hideout. Fun. Thanks yeah. for Mike who stopped by again. I'm telling you, man, I want to be in the movies. He has a movie coming out, Coming Attractions. Hey, exactly. It's real. Yeah. Because normally when you have like somebody say, I'm making a movie. Yeah, it's, you know. Mine's already, mine's already done. <laughs> yeah, it took 48 hours. This guy's working on a real movie. Shut it. Now, did you hear about uh, Bobby Brown? He came out and told the media that uh, Whitney Houston's problems are behind her now. What? She uh, just got out will, of how? What like she has a fat ass? She should she should be making like announcements about him because isn't he the one who's having all the trouble lately? Yeah, but she just got out of uh, her uh, second uh, trip to rehab, and he says that she's uh, completely you know over it. It's all behind her now. Every trouble she has is behind her now. Do you think that Whitney Houston is sexy? I I did. You know, but I saw I've I saw her the last few years. Uh, the the breaking point for me when I knew she just hit the wall and I couldn't go back uh, was she did a, a song on Boston Public. I was watching an episode of Boston Public and uh, she came on and she just looked so cracked out. It was it was nasty. I really wonder what happened. All right, who do you think is more of a sane couple, Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston? Or Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes. 
honestly, Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston. At least they have like they they have potential to get their mind right, and it's been like just bad decisions that uh, not some kind of odd faith. I would think it's Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes who are the more normal because Katie Holmes doesn't seem really crazy. It's just she'll get there though. She's gonna buy into it. Have you heard that they're making those T-shirts free, Katie? They're like free Katie T-shirts. Like she's some sort of, uh, like she's captured or being held hostage. Basically is. So Bobby Brown says Whitney Houston's troubles are behind her. What does that even mean? I mean, I guess it means uh, he's gonna punch in the back of the head. <laughs> what? <laughs> I look, All the Browns behind it. Like him, he's behind her. Yeah. Like his fist. Yeah, that's that's her only problem right now is that fist flying to the back of her head. Bobby Brown, man, he fell so far. We yeah. were even talking about that not too long ago. That Don't Be Cruel CD was great. Oh, I was like great. in the fifth grade. No, look at that. And by the way, it's sad that new, he's not with New Edition. He should be with New Edition where he belongs. Do you think uh, Whitney Houston's, uh, when she puts out a new album, she'll uh, bounce back, or do you think that's I, done for her? You know what? I would have said maybe not, except for the fact that Mariah Carey is a star again. And she was out there crazy out yeah. there. I mean, she had gone far to the point where they didn't think they were going to be real, be able to rehabilitate her. And now, all of a sudden, she's a number one pop star again. And, but while we're talking about pop stars real fast, can I say, I know it's probably the biggest song in America right now, but I hate the No Doubt, oh. or um, not No Doubt, but Gwen Stefani, Hollaback Girl. Yeah. That is the stupidest song ever. And I, under, I understand what the song's about, but we, we, we were like at Latitudes, I think, like last Friday, and they played mm-hmm. it. And every girl went in there and there went crazy. Yeah, I mean, and the crappy thing is I always hear it when I'm working out, too. It's always on the, the pop station they have. What happened to her? And you know, have you ever noticed that every girl who loves this song is a hollaback girl? Yeah. She is one of those tramps where you can kick her a quick shout, maybe do a cat call, and she'll come right over to you and then hand you a phone number or a screen name. I think it's kind of catchy. Shut up. Who told you to talk? You're saying I... No, you're not talking tonight. Just because an hour goes by doesn't mean that, hey, everything's cool now. We haven't thrown the mic to you at all yet for a reason. So, Not interested. Ah! Ah! Whoa! What happened? Putin, what happened? That was what we call a smackdown, courtesy of Bateman towards the perverted chunks. Did you just go in there and hit him? Yeah, he kept talking. That's why I like Tommy. I Normally, I'd be in a little... I, I don't know... Did you just hit him? It was an open hand smack. Kind of hard. I'm kind of torn as to whether or not I should uh, be mad or thankful. I think I'm I'm thankful. Wow, that looked like that hurt. Because if he didn't do it, I was going to. I was just thinking back to stuff he was saying earlier. I won't tell you what he was saying earlier, but it was it was bad. Yeah, and you know he was kind of saying some stuff in the uh, office before you guys got here today. Me and my and, cousin Peanut. Yeah, and I didn't think too much about it. I thought he was just joking around and everything. But once this got brought up on the air, it, it totally creeped me out. 
that he went through her clothing. Yeah, and underwear. Totally sorry. Keep your mic off. Jesus Christ. All right, I've lost all control in here. I thank Tommy for trying to uh, regain it, though. This show is now like a Bobby Brown, Whitney Houston. <laughs> well, all the troubles are behind it, though. Marriage now. therapy session. People hitting each other. Yeah, troubles are behind Whitney Houston, whatever. That means she's uh, taking drugs rectally. <laughs> I can see that. Actually, I'd like to see that. Maybe uh, Bobby's going to blow bong hits in the back of her head. Because the weed behind her? <laughs> yeah. Maybe he just kicks her square in the ass. All your troubles are behind you, honey. Here. Or maybe you know, he just kind of verbally abuses her while she's turned around. All right, Cowboys fan says, Bateman, you are my hero. Another fat friend says, I think... I thought Peanut threw the luggage at him at first. All right, Bateman, as much as I appreciate you sticking up for my cousin. It was for Peanut. She asked me to do it. I don't think you should be going around hitting coworkers. I didn't hit him. I you s- just kind of smacked him. I saw you hit him. It was a, that was a slight and you push. S- you say it was open-handed. I literally thought I saw fist. No. Felt pretty bad. Shut up. Nobody told you to talk. You pervert. You deviant. You know, we were almost over it. You know, we were having a good time. I think we put you on some sort of a list. I'd like that. Flyers flyers around the neighborhood. You know what? Tomorrow at the station, he should have to go to all the surrounding offices and (laughs) tell them he's a sex offender. (laughs) No wonder you came up with the G-string fling. Are you some kind of sick underwear freak? No, I mean... I I didn't want you to answer it. He said it was very lacy. But there were no thongs that he could see. Or try on. Stop. I don't want to hear. Now Now I feel sick. That's why I smacked him. I mean, pushed him. I mean, turned his mic off. Quick break, we'll come back. First, Tony wants to weigh in. Tony, you're in the hideout. What's up, Tony? Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, Bo? Man, how y'all guys doing, man? All right. No asking how we're doing. And I know he's doing a voice there. Yeah, there's something going on. G-Lo, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What's up, G-Lo? Yeah, I was uh, on the instant message, or I am. Uh-huh. I, I was told to call this number, you know, for uh, they got panties for sale. Okay. You know what? I should have asked if it was from Nick's Ball 99. Sure. Come on. It's not joke time. What, Putin? He asked for chunks when I picked up the phone. Okay, let's take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Don't want to be You want to hear what fat sounds like? There it is. Welcome back to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Half A and Dubs. 
888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. What happened to Big Pond? Oh, yeah, he died. Mm-hmm. Oops. And then Fat Joe Just... took over. Yeah, there's always someone ready to slide right in. Yeah, I guess Fat Joe's like P. Diddy, huh? Mm-hmm. Just slid right on in where the biggin' used to be. Well, the world needed one. Well, you know, I feel bad for Big Pump. Is you know, I think he'd be happy today. What is it out? Uh, they say Hispanics, which I guess they say it's the fastest growing community uh, in America, the fastest growing minority. Yeah, accounted for half of the 2.9 million U.S. population growth from 2003 to 2004. Wow. In fact, my people. Now, one-seventh of all the people in the United States of America. It's starting to make me nervous. I think it's great. I think it is great. Because now you're going to have this influx, like an uh, influx of like different culture and oh. like foods mm. and like... Oh, the food's great. I'm into that. You're just going to have a lot, but it's not just going to be so Wonder Bread anymore, you know? Well, the, the rights, I mean, the whites, we have to keep the stronghold, I think. I think, you know, that, that, that's very important to us whites. What? Yeah, I think yeah, I think it's something, you know. Okay, I love how you're, like, nervous because one in seven Americans are Latino. Do you realize it's only one in seven? Yeah, but... You I'm... still have, like, six. No, we have, like, four and a half. Five. Maybe we should like start putting drug like do the do the white thing that we do and start putting drugs in these communities. What? That's what that's what we do well. Us whites. I think that's. Are you really nervous at the fact that one seventh of the country is now? I mean, brown. It, the thing is, you know, it wasn't like that. You know, back in the seventies. You weren't even alive in the seventies. You were born in nineteen eighty. I know, and over, over my lifetime, it's been a complete American shift. I don't understand why white people are so threatened. Bad no, that's not that's not the <laughs> aliens you're ta- he was talking about in the song. He's talking about aliens from outer space, and we're not all aliens. Phil. Why are you so threatened by Latino culture? Hey, you know, I don't know why. It's uh, probably growing up in a white town, but, you know, it's it's troublesome. What's possibly nervous makes you nervous? Like, troublesome. How would you say troublesome? Why would you say troublesome? I don't know, man. It's... I, I mean, you, you know, you, you grow up one way and then to find out everything's changing. You know, I don't, I don't deal with change well. You're 24 years old. Yeah, and imagine when I'm 48. It'll probably maybe be two and seven. Don't even say it. Don't even joke about that. Do you realize that you're sitting in the same room? Actually, I think Peanut's here. We're both Mexican. Yeah, and now it's two to one. That's that's what's going to happen when I'm 48. Do you feel uncomfortable now because there's two Mexicans sitting in this room with you? Looking at you? What are you guys? Mexican. Gotta go. No, you're you not going go. anywhere. You got a show to do. Not anymore. Hey, my contract did not cover this. Your contract said you had to work with at least one. 
Ridiculous. She's not even talking. Come on back, dude. Don't run away. Why would you get up and walk out on a show? I'm a professional. I'm going to stay here. But it doesn't mean I have to like it. Where would you go? Where would all the white people go if if we end up taking over this country? Iceland. Goodbye. <clears throat> Beat it already, then. Here's beautiful there. You guys already have California. Is that enough? No. California, Texas, and Florida. That's our people. That's our place. You, you can have Michigan. You can go back to Michigan. Actually, we go up there seasonally to work. And you notice we go to work. It's not like we're taking your jobs. You did. You've taken my job before. Wow, that is ironic, isn't it? <laughs> you actually trained me to do your job at the edge. Yeah. And actually, my um, my cousin here, Peanut, is at Texas Tech majoring in electronic media. There's going to be another one of us in radio. She's going to college? Yeah, she's going to college. Wow. She had good grades, too. It's not affirmative action. Or it could be. Changing. But because she's good looking. Okay, it's, it's bad enough. Uh, chunks. Just because you wouldn't beat up Chunks for going through her panties doesn't give you carte blanche to talk about her. How hot she is? Stop. Sexy. Yeah, tonight's not the night for that. Tomorrow, Peanut. Apparently tonight's the night to be afraid of uh, brown people. I'm not afraid. I'm comfortable. Catherine, we have to have a meeting tomorrow. I'll be here at 9. Does it bother you that we have a new Mexico? Like, what happened to the old one? The old one's still there, but now we got a new one here in the Why United States. Why do you need States. a new one? We've had it for a few years. It was one of the last states in the Union, but it's New Mexico. Nueva Mexico. Oh, it's New Mexico. You're in America, son. Don't call me son. I'm not happy right now. I'm a little thrown off. I'm sorry. Does it really bother you that you're sitting... I've just found out my whole world's been turned upside down. Does it bother you that we make equal pay, you and me? I'm stunned right now. I I definitely had a white clause in my contract. I carry it around with me. I know there's not a white clause in the contract. Well, it's not written in white because it wouldn't show up on the paper like I requested, but there definitely is a white clause. What's the white clause state? I make more money than you, of course. Michelle, you're in the hideout on rural radio. Hello, guys. What's going on? Nothing much. You see, the problem isn't that, you know, Mexicans and Latinos are taking over. They're wonderful people. It's huh? the fact the new language is Spanglish. Why? It's a beautiful combination. It was a great movie with Adam Sandler. It was a great movie with Adam Sandler, but unfortunately, you know, it's America. Speak English. Okay, but hold on a second. Thank uh, you, Mrs. Nugent. I'm telling you, it's not because it's America speak English. English is not the official language of America. What is it? Yes, it is the official language of America. It's not. It's, there's nowhere that it states that it's officially the language, is I think, it? I think so. I think, actually. I think in a couple of backward states. 
But nowhere does it say. I think, I think every uh, every country has to uh, uh, declare uh, 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 like official language for the country. I actually do think that is true. Is English really the official language of America? Speak English, it's America. You better get ready to eat tortillas, sister. That sounds delicious. Can you make that? I need you to come over and clean my house, Michelle. 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 That's the way your names will be said in the future. Michelle. Frightening. It's like Battlefield Earth. Dubs barely speaks English. I'm allowed. See us white people? We're allowed certain liberties, like not being able to speak correctly. Oh, yeah, you get to be president if you can't. Exactly. Take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio with a 4.1. Welcome back into the Hideout. I am El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. There's a change going on. For the better. It's Row Radio 104.1. Uh, SFG, you're in the hideout. What's up? What's going on, hideout? What's you up, up man? Bro? Uh, not much, actually. I just wanted to give you an update on the whole English being the official language of the United States. In fact, the Republican Party is trying to amend the Constitution to actually make the English language the official language. They're actually trying to make a law where any government document can only be printed in English. That is a total disregard to all minorities or any other speaking uh, ethnicity. It's in our country because then they're, you know, deprived certain rights if they're not able to legibly read, you know, documents that are government. I, you know, the, so the, the, it's so, total, total BS. So they, they're, it'd be illegal to, like, uh, put them in Spanish as well? or Well, no, no, they're, they're trying to make it a law where all government documents, if you, were, if you were going to apply for a permit, it would be in English only. You could not ask for a Spanish permit. Oh, wow. So nothing would be bilingual, like maybe in the south or uh, southwest. Here in Florida, it's in Spanish. I know up in the northeast, a lot of the bilingual stuff's uh, in an Asian um, Right, right, exactly. Language. I mean, you can't, you can't um, disregard the other ethnicities that are in this country, you know, Cantonese, speaking people, uh, Japanese or, or French Canadians even that try to come into this country and, you know, gain prosperity, you know, through the government. You know, the government is supposed to be fair and true. You know, the, the schedule of justice is supposed to be blind or the whatever. The Republicans well, are doing this, SFG? Yes, they are. My parents are avid Republicans, and, you know, my dad doesn't support all of their movements, but, you know, he's yeah. Uh, yeah. he contributes to the Republican Party, and he got a packet. Actually, it was two nights ago, and on the front of the packet it said, propose... The amendment of, of the Constitution saying that the uh, English should be the official language. And within oh, the document, man. it said that all government uh, documents no, should be yeah. only in English. I got you, dude. Thank you. Oh, man. Where are we going? I hear uh, Howard Dean, who's like chair of the DNC right now, mm-hmm. is catching a lot of flack because he called, he called the Republican Party, he goes, they're pretty much a white Christian party. Yeah. And you're wrong, Dean. You're absolutely out of line. You're wrong. The Republican Party is not pretty much a white Christian party. It's pretty much a selfish white Christian party. It's pretty much, yeah, yeah, selfish. Yeah, pretty much a rich 
white Christian party. It's pretty much an arrogant white Christian party. So get your facts right, Dean. Look into it before you go into making statements. Get it right. The Republican Party is pretty much a closed-minded white Christian party. Don't forget, Dean, you're, you're out of line right now. Remember, you're speaking uh, for the other half of the country. Yeah, I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you know, present yourself right when you say they are a gun crazy white Christian party. They're a hypocritic white Christian party. The Republican Party. They're not just pretty much a white Christian party. Not pretty much. They are a white Christian party. Don't forget that. Stepping out of line the way you did. No, no, they're they're a white born-again Christian party. (laughs) They're a white, forget what I did in the past, even if it was drunken driving and possibly cocaine Christian party. That's what they are. Oh, you sons of bitches. Drives me insane. It literally drives me insane what's going on. What used to be America. This Patriot Act. That was the big news today, the Patriot Act. How now... I guess it runs out at the end of the year. Good. And, uh, but uh, Bush is campaigning pretty hard to uh, make it permanent. I, re- I saw somewhere he said, is America safer? Yeah, he. Uh, I was watching the news today. He said, uh, you aren't given, uh, the Patriot Act does not make you uh, give up any of your liberties. It protects your liberties. Yeah, he was uh, describing very scary scenarios uh, to show why we need well, they the Patriot Act. S- Stop with the goddamn scaring! Wah! I'm gonna die! We're all gonna die! All of us will die! Stop taking away my rights! Because you bunch of pusses are afraid to die! If you're in that party and you're such a good, God-fearing person, the goal in your life should be to die. So don't take away rights. But they're scary scenarios. Scary scenarios. Ooh, scary scenario. Ooh, I could stroke out at any moment. Ooh, that's scary. Don't take away my rights. You have a right to stroke out still. Yes. Do you think it'll get uh, renewed? How it, crazy will it be? It can't. It absolutely can't. That's been like the biggest, I, and I don't understand, Bush, that, you know, there's some things that, you know, people are so against, and he knows it, and he still goes for it. I guess it's that mandate. Oh, yeah, that mandate. That alleged mandate. I'm going to go insane. I'm going to have a, a heart attack over this. Uh, that's because of the Cinnabon you ate last night. Yeah, that too. Hot cocoa right now isn't helping either. No. What were the scary scenarios? I, they, they don't have them listed here, like, word for word, but I'm sure it's just, you know, of uh, different attacks that will happen on the U.S. and different thing, different uh, things that we won't be able to keep secret and to keep us safe. 
You mean the same crap, scary scenarios when he went in front of uh, Congress and the State of the Union and basically lied about weapons of mass destruction in Iraq? You know, that's that a, kind of scary scenario of mushroom clouds. You know, that's been the other story, a uh, big story lately. Uh, what's the guy's name who uh, called Bush a uh, a loser and a liar? I don't know who that was. Um, the uh, me, <laughs> you. Most the Senate leader, the uh, the uh, Democratic Senate leader. Nice. I don't even know his name. I'm out of it right now. What happened though? But uh, he uh, he apologized for calling him a loser, but he said he will not apologize for calling him a liar. Yeah, he's not a loser. Somebody rigged two elections to yeah. win. He owned the Texas Rangers. For that, he's not a loser. <laughs> yeah, but he destroyed the Texas Rangers. How you trade? Sammy Sosa for Harold Baines and Wilson Alvarez. No, he trains. He trades Wilson Alvarez and Sammy Sosa for Harold Baines. It looked good on paper. No, it didn't. Not even then. Even as an 11-year-old kid, then I knew this is stupid. Well, so you had higher, uh, a higher. Uh, Imagine the outfield we could have had. It was Sammy Sosa, Juan Gonzalez, and Ruben Sierra, and Wilson Alvarez, left-handed pitcher. And yet he trades away for Harold Baines. Well, he he was the president of the team, and he had a mandate. Daddy had a mandate for. Oh. What? I just heard mandate. He actually wanted to, uh, you know, just start games for no reason when he was the president of the Rangers. You know, just a preemptive uh, game, a preemptive game seven, and then he'd just take the... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Take that, the trophy without even... That was his preemptive strike. There's a chance that Sammy Sosa could be one of the greatest home run hitters of all time. We need to make sure it doesn't happen in Texas. We need to make sure Chicago enjoys that. <sighs> you guys still like him. Why? What did he do for you? How much better off are you right now? Oh, 300 you know, bucks is still paying off. You know who's better off? They're more millionaires. Now more than ever. Yeah. They're, uh, the millionaire population has grown. Here it is. Some 600,000 people joined the millionaire ranks in 2004. Now, I'm not a, uh, I'm not even going to pretend to be like anyone who knows economics at all, but that doesn't seem like it could be a good thing. No. If it more, seems like there's more of a gap growing. If there are more people who are insanely rich... That means there are a lot more people who are poor. Because am I wrong in thinking there's only so much money in the world? Or somehow do they keep, just keep creating new money? I mean... Or creating new worth. Am I an idiot? Am I wrong? I mean, that's what I thought when I first saw that. I'm like, it just does not seem like it can be a good thing. You know, uh, millionaires growing that fast. And it just seems like there's more of a gap going. There are more people who get more money from um, stock options and bonuses because they they cut jobs and there are people poor people. But is uh, is a millionaire what you know as big as it once was being a millionaire? Yes, it's a million dollars. I mean, but one, at one time that was just insane. If you had a million dollars, now a million dollars is insane. Not as insane. Maybe not as insane, because there are more people who have it, but just think, if you had a million dollars, you wouldn't have to work for the rest of your life. But I would, with a different partner. 
What, a white one? Yeah, I was thinking maybe I'd go the O'Reilly route, do it by myself, wrap myself in the flag. Oh, that makes you a millionaire, too. Mm-hmm. Be the greatest show of all time. <laughs> it's not a bad impression. Oh, my goodness. All right, somebody's asking me, is it true that tomorrow's open-door policy is for females only? Yes. No, because tomorrow night's the last open door policy that's probably going to be just complete open door, so come on in. Yeah, and, you know, it doesn't mean that it's going to be the last open door, but we have to figure out a way to rotate it. Pare it down a little bit. To only females. But bring a date. Or a cousin or a sister. A mandate. Mo. That's not the kind of date we're talking about. Take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Yeah, this one right here goes out to all the babies, mamas, mamas. Your new queer friend, Chunks. I don't want to hear any of that right now. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Tefe and Dubs. Yeah, I like this. By the way, I watched Be Cool last night what'd you think awful yeah i've heard that i've heard that basically from anybody who's seen it one good thing um andre 3000 was in it he was pretty funny he wasn't he was pretty funny the rock was great yeah i hear the rock is like the one and if that if that's your one like just shining moment is having the rock it's really douche chill and sad throughout and the other thing too um is that there's one really just great i almost want to isolate for the show and play it on the show it's this great thing that Cedric the Entertainer, like maybe a little 30-second speech he gives on race in America, and it just nails it perfectly, specifically blacks and white issues. Oh, I thought you were talking about NASCAR. No, not NASCAR. Oh. John, you're in the hideout. What's up, bub? Hey, how you doing? What do you got, What's man? Uh, when you're talking about the language and all that... Uh, the, all nationalities that come to, Amer- come to America, you know, Oriental people, everybody, uh, people from the Middle <laughs> Hold East. Hold on a second. Did you just say Oriental people? Well, the Ori- or people from the Orient. Yeah. All right, Rug- I'm sorry. Rug- I, I didn't mean to sound bad. <laughs> right, who, who is this? Is this uh, the coach of the Cowboys? You got Jap play up your sleeve? <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> All right, go well, ahead. people from the Orient, I apologize. Yeah, Rugs uh, or Oriental people, Orient, people. Right. People from the Orient, Middle East, or whatever, have the courtesy to learn a language. Uh-huh. Um, my question is, you know, it's people from South Florida, you know, we're used to this, this area at least. And I also lived in San Diego for a few years, and I, I was kind of used to a Spanish. lot of uh, Hispanic people moving up in that direction that wouldn't learn a language. Or brown, but go ahead. Well, but the main thing is, you know, uh, one question is, you know, why, how do they get driver's licenses when they uh, when they can't read the signs? But, you know, it, it just it, there's a courtesy. You know, I mean, in, in my opinion, uh you know, through the centuries and all that, the Oriental people are really good people in history. Okay, I'm going to hang up on you now for calling them Oriental twice. <laughs> Two things on that. Again, rugs are Oriental, not people. Oh, people can be too. No. Why not? You can't be racist like that. That's not, not racist. Not allowing people to be Oriental? Allow them to be what they are. No, you but can't they... restrict them. Here's the thing. Here's what I find so funny. Yeah is that people do come here and learn the language, mm-hmm. okay? That's fine. That's perfect. 
What I find interesting is how lazy Americans are. Okay. God forbid you have to learn a little Spanish. God forbid you have to learn any other country or any other language but English. I'm lazy though. How is that so hard? You you don't even know Spanish. I know enough. Enough for what? To you, order off a menu? That's all you know. If you threw me in the Mexico, I could get back. I'd be just fine. And I'm not particularly opposed to learning it. But I am a, just for the time. But I'm a lazy American. Americans are so lazy they refuse to learn another language, so they want to pass laws so that other people have to work harder. That's not true. I chose to learn German. As Shut up. To... No one said you could talk tonight. You're still in trouble for sniffing uh, and rummaging through my cousin's panties. I'm just trying to. And we told you just to. It'd just be better for you to not not talk the rest of the show. Just don't talk. And John seemed like a nice enough guy, except for the yeah. Oriental bombs. <laughs> well, I mean, I, and I don't think he meant anything by it. Yeah. So you seem like a nice enough dude. But I had to teach you a lesson. <laughs> You're not going to do that twice in this show. Parcells. John Parcells. And I think he was misunderstood there, too. <laughs> Corey, you're in the hideout on Rule Radio. Hey, Corey. Yeah, I'm just calling about that million dollars. How uh, was his face? That's too much. That's, that's ungodly amount of money. That ain't nothing now. Nowadays, it's 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 easy to make that and to spend it. You spend it more than you quicker than you make it. And oh, he, definitely. But here's my point, Corey. Here's what I say about a million dollars. That's the problem. A million dollars is enough to live the rest of your life on comfortably. Yeah, uh, if you if you do it right. Yeah, people get this insane image in their head of they have to have the biggest house, the biggest car. It's the American dream. The biggest everything. Mm-hmm. I'll say this now. That's a stupid dream. Huh? I want to be comfortable. Yeah, you can be comfortable in a big house, man. No. I'll tell you that. When is enough enough? I don't think I would need any more than two bedrooms. One billion. I'll say enough at one billion. Go work for Halliburton, then. I would. I wouldn't go over there, though. Yeah, but you don't speak English. <sighs> Eric, you're in the hideout. What's up, man? How's you, it going? What you got? Good, man. You all are awesome, just to let you all know that. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Man, since you all came here, it's cool. We listen to, uh, you know, I listen to Monsters, and we're spreading the word, so. Hey, y'all, th- y'all we appreciate it. I really appreciate that, man. What's going on? Nothing, man. How do you all feel about having our elementary schools uh, mandate that they have to teach Spanish? You know, now we were taught Spanish and just very little. I mean, there, there's only so much you can teach uh, elementary school student. But here's what I think, Eric. Thanks for the phone call too, brother. Is that I don't, I don't see what I think you should want to learn as much as possible. I, I think French. I think they should teach you as many languages as possible. So English isn't enough. Learn and compare and contrast it versus, I don't know, Japanese. I know. It's money, power, money. (laughs) Society is too far gone. (laughs) It's true. You can laugh all you want because that was on an old blog that I wrote, but it's absolutely true. I don't even know how that's funny. (laughs) Especially to you, Chunk. So nothing should be funny to you tonight. How is that statement wrong? We're so far gone, and everybody's so money-hungry. Look, I'm not some socialist. I'm just hungry, period, right now. Yeah, you're playing. <laughs> Where are we going after the show? 
But I'm just saying, they keep, all these Republicans talk about personal responsibility, personal responsibility. Just take some responsibility and not need so much money. I've said it before, I'll say it again. I think everybody would be able to live just fine with $100,000. If you had $100,000 a year. your life? A year. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah. You'd be able to live fine on $100,000 a year. So why are these millionaires and billionaires selling out this country for even more millions that they'll never be able to spend? Their families. And why is it true that then the government and the administration caters to them and not you and me? Oh, because it trickles down. Oh, that's right. Again, I'm, I can't stop thinking about yesterday on the Phillips file, and that poor mother who called in who said that her son is fighting in Iraq and he's not even getting hot food. Yet why are we in Iraq? I'll say it now. I'm declaring it now. We're in Iraq to pave the way for corporations to make more money. It's a bold statement. And if you don't believe it, you're insane. Afghanistan, Taliban, that's the right war. Iraq, that is a money-making mission. And it sucks that our friends and brothers and sisters are dying. Our listeners, I mean listeners that we have that are going off to war. Friends, family. For what is now equating to be a money-making mission for corporations. Jefe Chavez is my new name. <laughs> Starting a revolution? What am I going to do? I'm on the radio <laughs> in Orlando, Florida. I'm just some kook disc jockey. <sighs> and that's why I'm tortured. Fight. 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 Here's someone who speaks English. So, Gary the Prophet, you're in the hideout. Hey, how you doing tonight? How's it going? I just got back from church earlier. Wow, you went to church tonight? Yeah, we have Bible study every Thursday evening. Oh, Sunday. how did that go? What What was the study for tonight? Uh, we studied studying the First Philippians chapter nine. What's that one about? I forgot to read that one when I was growing up. I think it's about um, God says, "Power your needs according to glory in Christ Jesus." Oh, you know what? I do remember that one actually. I took a test on it. I got an A. Yes, sir. Yeah. What do you go? What do you got going on this weekend, Sir Gary the Prophet? Well, uh, I plan on going to ten thirty worship service at New Hope Baptist Baptist uh, on Middle Dillard Street, Middle Garden, uh, and uh, Middle Garden City. One of the publics invited, and Elder Benjamin is pastor. Let me ask you something, Gary, Sir Gary the Prophet. Do you have a car? I don't drive. I imagine you probably ride a bike, don't you? Yes, sir. I knew it. For some reason, I knew Sir Gary the Prophet had a bike. Well, I'm proud of you, man, out there exercising. Yes, sir. Being a prophet for the Lord. I'm trying to stay fit. All right, buddy. We'll, 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 we'll talk you to you too. tomorrow, buddy. It's our friend Sir Gary the Prophet. Love that guy. We'll take a break. I guarantee you, Sir Gary the Prophet could live off of a million dollars for the rest of his life. I'm sure he could. And he would be happy. So would his church. <laughs> Make a lot of money uh, when that dish comes around. Yeah, that collection plate would be full. See you there waving that flag, J-Dubs. Good for you. Mm-hmm. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1.
welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. About to wrap this one up. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Call if you want to tuck us in. Oh, yeah, I forgot we were going to start that bit, weren't we? Yeah, that won't last. None of them ever do. Man, I was just thinking of all the bits we've come up with that we just never stick with. Two days of it, and uh, we forgot. Matt Albert's thought of the day. That one never caught on. <laughs> you did it once, that's why. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, remember we were going to do the whole purely speculation thing? Yeah. I think we should do that. Yeah, tuck us in. Say goodnight. <laughs> Here's what it is. Last last segment, every night, open open phones. Just tell us what you'd like to dream about. Yeah. Tell them what the what? Stop it. Stop opening that mic. Leave it unplugged. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your single wireless phones. Actually, when I was sleeping last night, mm-hmm. I had a dream that I was at the Dennis Leary roast. Did you watch it last night or something? No, I don't have cable. Oh, yeah, you don't. I don't know why. Dennis Leary was in my dream. That, was, was, that wasn't even like the best roast. Yeah, that one was awful. I can't even think of roasts are rarely funny to me. I usually like roasts. They just they just seem so. They they're very you know you know what you you can expect from. Should we do a roast? After I just talked about one. how much I hate him. Yeah, you're right. Roast is something that only your mom makes for some reason. You never have like you never think, hey, uh, I'm at the restaurant, I'm gonna buy some roast. <laughs> yeah. Or was it like meatloaf? I don't ever go someplace to eat meatloaf. Except for if you're like at Boston Market. Yeah, I'll do up some meatloaf there, that's true. Yeah. But you really have a craving for a meatloaf. No. Do you? I you know, a couple of years ago, I think it was the last time I had a craving for a meatloaf and I just went out and uh got some from like a grocery store that had some like, uh, pre-made right there. What, Putin? There's a place called Mimi's Cafe where mm-hmm. you can get gourmet home-cooked meals. It's meatloaf beyond your wildest dreams. Really? Where's this place at? Um, 436, right near the Altamont Mall. Get nice. out, really? Yeah. What's it's it called again? Up there. There's one by the Mall Millennia, too. What's it called? Mimi's Cafe. And it's not, it's not in the mall? It's, like, right by it? No, it's... Well, no, it's not there. It's in the shopping center right next door. Is it, like, okay. a little hole in the wall? No. It's very nice. Oh, I like a hole in the wall. Yeah, but if he swears by the meatloaf, I gotta go try it now. Because you never get a place where you go, hey, our meatloaf's the best. I want his chick's meatloaf. Does it? I want his chick's. You know what I'm saying? Her roast beef sandwich. Give me some of that. Put some Arby sauce on it. Barbecue. And boom goes the dynamite. You ain't playing. I don't think Peanut should hear that. So I think she should come in my room. Ew. What? Well, stop. All right. Hey, is our is our friend Whip Girl coming back in? I thought she was bringing in. Tomorrow would be the perfect day for the for the dog collar for Chunks, because it's punishment. I want to do it off the air. Yeah. Do you just th- be for us. Do you think it would kill him if we tased a man dog collared all in the same time? I don't care. I think we will. Hmm. I was just going to say some peanuts here. I can't say it. Go ahead. I need a little ass. I need to get laid. Now, did that hurt you too much to hear that peanut? 
Yeah, but she's like a sister. She shouldn't know. Peanut, are you a virgin? No. Stop. 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 She, she looks like she could be, but she has kind of a little attitude there. That I don't. I don't. Makes fa- me think no. Family is listening. Okay. No. She is a virgin. She's absolutely. Um, pure as the driven snow thing. The whole thing. Waiting for marriage. As she giggles. Thank you for answering. As she giggles. <laughs> As she giggles. Oh, jeez. And yeah. why is family listening? That's what I wonder. I hate that too. That's like she ain't here tonight. But number two, hooch, piss me hooch. off. Piss me off. Why? Because she she talked about something on the air, and I wanted to follow up on it, and I can't talk about it. My family is already hurt. Yeah, that, you never ever have family listen to your radio show or if you're on a radio show. From now on, hey, congratulations, Putin. You're the last intern that we're ever going to have from Central Florida. <laughs> Why? From now on, all the other interns are going to be from uh, out of the listening area. That's a pretty big listening area we got. I want from like Miami. <laughs> or Florida, like Florida. like the the college, oh. university of, because it's not. Please tell your family, your girlfriend, don't listen to this show. Is your chick listening tonight, Putin? Not only does my chick listen, but her parents were listening when Chunks was biting my ass. My boss listens. Most of my coworkers listen. All my friends listen. Boss and coworkers are fine, I think. My family listens. So they just heard me say I wanted to put some Arby's sauce on your girlfriend, didn't they? That's correct, sir. But she doesn't like Mexican food, so. Barbecue sauce is not Trust Mexican. Me. Trust me. She's going to like this chorizo. Mmm, delicious. Soft tacos on her thing, man. <laughs> She's going to cook it. Ain't nothing soft. Nothing soft about this, son. I forbid you to see that taco again. He's soft. Come on. Chris, Chris, you're in the hideout on Rogue Radio. Hey, what's going on, uh, hideout? What's up, dude? Yeah, I got a dilemma going on. Quick, we're out of time. What's going on? What's up? Quick, we're out of time. What's up? Uh, yeah, I just got out of a wedding reception, and, you know, we're all picked out in Texas or whatever. And uh, we're trying to find something to do. You think we should go out to a club in Texas or? Here's what yeah, I say. Definitely. Strip club. Because oh, yeah. the, the girls will think you were made of money. And they will be all over you and probably throw you a little something extra, even though you're not, you know, for the same amount of money. You know what I mean? Because they're going to think that you got a lot going on. Strip club. So they're they're yeah, going to figure out a tip. What if I got like 21s, you know? You know 21s? Yeah, what if I got like 20 ones and I'm not Mr. Richie Rich, you know? That's perfect. I'm telling you, you just feeding them the ones and they're just thinking at any time he's going to slip me a 50. Yeah. Strip club in a tuxedo. Absolutely. I think just rent tuxes one night and go to a strip club. Plus, you don't even have to like worry about cleaning it. No, you just send it back, infested and all. I'm telling you, dude, you get to the strip club. Maybe you go to another bar first and, you know. Yeah. Because... If you go into a regular bar wearing a tuxedo, you look douchey. It's like where they come from, the prom. Yeah. And you don't want to look like that. But otherwise, you could say you were at some, like, rich gala, and now you're blowing off some steam at the strip you know, club. If you do go to, like, a regular club, don't wear the jacket in. Walk in like you've just been tore up, you know? You just 
you know, walking like you just came from a wedding. Yeah, like you're all, yeah, don't be all tucked in and stuff. Yeah. Be sloppy. Your chick listens, huh? I bet she likes us, dude. I bet she's interested <laughs> in you and me. Yeah? Oh, Jada. Oh, baby. Oh. That's Mrs. Putin right there. Mm-hmm. When are you going to make her your wife? <laughs> what? Yeah, when is that going to happen? When pigs fly. Ouch, she just got in some trouble. Dude. You realize you want me to dump that for you? I still can. No, thank you. She knows how I feel about the, the institution of marriage. You were married once before, weren't you? Yeah, but that was by the Universal Life Church. We have to talk. I forgot. I keep forgetting about that story. This kid was married once by some fake church. It wasn't a fake church. It was an internet real. church. Whatever. All church is fake. <laughs> once you learn that, you'll be a church lot happier fake. in life. God is. All right, now you're just out of line, shock jock. Boy, who, who didn't we piss off tonight, J-Dubs? Our families. It's because they're not listening. Mm-hmm. I know my family. Oh, by the way, speaking of my family, I got a whole bunch of news clippings about my dad today. I'm going to go home and read that and re- remember why I need therapy. <laughs> All right, guys, I guess we'll see you tomorrow. Friday night open door policy. Come on in. Tomorrow night, 9. 9 to 11. Bring headphones. Bring a date, dudes. And bring a quarter-inch adapter. Yeah. So pathetic. Jedi Council, you're going to start to have to bring dates, otherwise you're going to be left at home. And a date can mean your mom. Just give us a chick. Bring a chick in. And uh, wake up with the monsters in the morning. Shannon Burke Middays, uh, SBK flying solo on that, though. Then the Phillips file will be back at 7. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Don't be ashamed to entertain. Stay classy, Orlando. We are, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. I be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I, I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I don't. I, 5,000.